Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yo, it's your boy Rick Bell, and when I want to hear some real shit, I listen to Casita Nobody. They keep it 100. Couple of nobodies. You should fucking listen to. I just caught the 40, I might let it bang on them. I might rip my heart, I pour out all my pain on them. I might want to shine, cop a couple chains on them. I might want to stun and pull up in that range. Alright, we're recording. I can see G- nobody. We're recording. It's another G- week. Again, we're recording again. Yo, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him why he mad, son. Tell him why he mad. Tell him why he I'm mad. I'm highly upset, yo. We recorded yeah. for like a half hour. Yeah, we shit. got like 18 minutes in. We got like, man, like bonus content, bloopers. But the audio wasn't working out, so shit would sound crazy for you guys. That too. shit was a dope convo. It was a y'all dope convo. Out, yo. Sign up, South subscribe. Speed. Maybe y'all hear the, the extra content. nobody. Facebook. Takeouts. Right? You, you hear the, the outtakes. The outtakes were, outtakes. right? <laughs> outtake specials, yo. You'll never Sign hear up, it. Subscribe. I'll never put it out, so. <laughs> we got to set up a Patreon, yo. Y'all oh, I'm pay. with it. Y'all got to pay for that. That's Fuck all me. that. I'm with that. PayPal, Prize Gang, at Prize Cash Gang. App. Cash App, Red One. Cash App, at Prize Gang. How about your boy? Um, but yo, little brother though, I want to have a conversation about little brother. We're gonna talk about little brother. All right, let's go. Um, little brother, everybody's talking about little brother right now, and you were saying that little brother stole his style from Jay Z, and just to give you guys a quick recap. Did he uh, say that? Who said that? I don't know. Jay Z, Drake, 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 Drake stole a lot of his style, his from, style Fonte. from Fonte of little brother. Correction, Drake. So we just trying to style. backtrack the ill convo yeah. we had. We just had about yeah. Sorry guys <laughs> and gals. Um, but yo, I want to play the little brother song though, right? So uh, this is loving it. Money for a purchase hey. out that charge. Co- now I didn't even know this was little brother until you told me. I got the number down right here. Until you told me, uh, uh, like when I played this song, I'm like, oh shit, I know this song. Yeah. Like this is this was a big Make deal. Make sure this shit recording, B. Yo, yo relax. Like, get in, yo. I'm like, it sure, man. What the people know? Yo. Hey, hey. hey. All right. Dropping bombs on this shit. <laughs> All right, yeah. so that was little brother. Yo, I do want to try. I have the uh, the reggae. I get the reggae horn. <laughs> that, is, that is not the reggae That's horn. The reggae horn. I know he's talking about. Um, what? What is this, yo? This is the reggae I horn. He's talking about the burr, burr, burr. like the bull horn. That's the air horn. The air horn. Yeah, yeah. Same shit, yo. Yeah. <laughs> This the re- if you a reggae fan, this, 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 this is the reggae. Actually, I know what you I know what you mean. Okay. Right, right. Right. Sight sounds. <laughs> Make noise. <laughs> 
Philly Bashment. Some Star Wars. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's that's little brother. And mm-hmm. you say you said that uh, little brother. Hey, cut that music. What's that off? background? Where's that coming from? Where is that coming from? That's probably one of your background nice apps. Shit. So you saying that that Drake stole, so, you know, this dude's style? Fonte's whole fucking. Film. Yeah, he, he lifted he lifted so much of his style from uh, from Fonte. What was the song again? That sounded mad interesting. Well, yeah, what was uh, the record that they did together? It was a, uh, Don't You Got a Man. Yeah, and it was off that mixtape. Uh, it was a Think Good Thoughts. Might have been the name of it. it came out no seven. This before so far gone Drake. Oh, yeah, heavy but... heavy mixtape Drake. <clears throat> and yeah, I mean heavy R and B Drake. Don't don't get me wrong. I mean it's a, it's a dope song and. If there's anybody you're gonna lift off, they always talk about how the greats yeah. usually borrow from other greats. Might as well lift from another great. This is like blatant fucking those <laughs> whole flows, those whole shit. Don't you have a man? At least he did it on like the same track, so early, there's no there's no early, denying it. Right. Early MySpace Drake, right? Yeah, MySpace Drake. <laughs> you had to drop that again. Had yeah, to. that was a good line. It was a good line. <laughs> and recycle it. Yo, it's a good, I mean, it's not a bad track. No, so this is Drake. This is, this is very 2008-ish. Yeah. Like how you said, it sounds like a common joint. This okay. is around when Common dropped B, right? On that time? Right. Yeah, so. No, no, no. Girl, B was what? Oh, and this is Fonte. Five, so yeah. Not that far off. Fonte. Drake. Right. 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 All my other girls all up on that subtle shit. They don't want to cut it. They want to wrap it and cut a wit. Constantly- all right. So, yeah. It's, it's definitely definitely arguable to say that uh, Drake did Well, definitely uh, Drake has that MO, right, of borrow- borrowing the flow of a... Uh, other, other, yeah, other I think rappers, so. yeah. The, the, the non- I think, but a lot of the mainstream. Long, a lot of the longevity rappers borrow flows. Yeah. Minus Nas. Nas, Nas can't borrow. Nas never borrowed Nas a flow, can't. and that's been his detriment and his success at the same time. <laughs> nah, man. Well, I think that's that's his one of his best things. That's his, his, yeah. That it it caters to his fans because they know what they're getting themselves into. You know, you know what you're expecting yeah. from Nas. Yeah. You know what to get from. Nas. Wait, where these guys from again? Um, uh, North, North Carolina. Carolina. North Carolina. South North Carolina. You know who else is from North Carolina? Uh oh. Fucking Nate Grant. Nate Grant. No, he's Nate from South, South Carolina. Carolina. Nate Grant's from South, South Carolina. Carolina. <laughs> but shout out to Nate Grant. Nate Grant Ooh. is I love nice. this song. I had Nate to, Grant had, I had me hyped about hip hop and rap and, and lyricism Yo. as a whole. Check. That lyricism will survive through it all. And these young dudes is rapping like this. How old is my How old is he gotta be, yeah, he gotta be at least. I love this 25. I love the hook, though. The hook is what. You sound like a female, yo. Uh, yo. You gotta get the bar. I wanna hit a bar. The bars is heavy. Right. Well, the hook is key, man. A good yeah, hook always sells a record. Of course. Yeah, good hook brings the record together. That's what I question, but I love the Hey. Hey. 
Black Sinatra. It's a hard record right there. Shout out to Nick Grant. Nick Grant, nice. Um, so yeah, but you know, you you were saying something about just Who? now about uh, was it Drake, Jay Z. No, why I keep saying Jay Z? I don't know, man. Don't you know, got, you got a lot of jig on the mind. Now, pause. Jigga man, you hurt. Shiga, <laughs> <laughs> shiga. <laughs> Yo, um, I guess this wasn't important. Uh, I didn't know that. But shout out to Drake. Um, yo, you guys heard uh, Nas's new shit on on Swiss Beats. The Swiss Echo? Beats, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit was tough. I've been playing that shit all week, man. This motherfucker Joe been so hype over this Nas record. He started writing in his pad, yo. yo he I dropped had, a hot. He dropped a quick sixteen. Quick sixteen, yo. I had to write some <laughs> bars for it. it. It's it's such a hard. Chance. I haven't I haven't wrote a sixteen since I was like sixteen. Yes. Yo, it's been a long time. <laughs> I mean, the echo of life is the echo of love, time. and the echo of a, love is how to dust the off. echo from above. And Swiss Beats comes in with the spoken really word. I mean, Swiss God, been damn. nice. I mean, can you? Swiss feel, got his lane. He knows his lane. Can you feel the zone? Would you consider this adult the contemporary rap? The zone that we own. I, I mean, didn't. I didn't know that was a genre own. or a <laughs> thing to consider. <laughs> Grown man rap. This Grown is man hey, rap. Yeah. I enjoy it. I'm an adult. Hey, I like rap. Yeah. I, I don't think. I don't think. But the kids are playing this too. Yeah, but I don't think that's why. Yeah, that's why I don't think it's yeah. This is universal. I didn't think the kids like this. I thought. I thought this was like a 26 and older vibe. Nah, this is hitting right now. This is hard. Let's play this on the radio. The day I was oh, like, yeah? "Yo, who is this?" Because I, I know Nas had put out Nasir, right? So I'm like, "Yo, what is that?" I didn't realize Swiss had dropped the album. Yeah, Nasir was trash. I didn't think he realizes that that venture with Kanye was was a bad one. That was having too much faith in somebody that uh, had his own agenda. Yeah, exactly. Had his own fucking agenda. Yo, to worry about. but it's just been so, it's been so long since we've heard Nas rap like this. You know what I mean? Just goons and wolves, bell jumpers, everybody from everywhere. They was trying to jump us for pumping. True story, my youngins. I'm a Delhi thuggish, friendly Douglas, military persona. Yeah, I'm living with honor to my niggas who serve 40. While I'm in my 40s, I'm a walking observatory, a murder story, sister shorty. What, yo? He said, while I'm in my 40s, I'm a walking observatory, a murder sister 40s. Yo, listen. (laughs) Cut it out, B. Cut it out, yo. I haven't heard Nas. I haven't heard Nas lyricism, rap like lyricism. that in right. a long time. So. And that gives me hope again that lyricism will survive through the shit that's mainstream. Well, as, like, as long as he, um, as long as people keep rapping, fucking with bars and, and lyrics, are always gonna matter. Yeah. yeah, yeah, always gonna matter. And lyrics and a good beat is always gonna matter, yo. I, I don't give a fuck what era we in. That as, so this is just an example of like Swiss beats and Nas. That's why Nas needs to fuck around with like I won't say new age arts, but just. Damn, nah, well, you, you know, like you know what? Nas' not his biggest issue, and, and you know, it's like Everybody open secret. selection. That's it. Yeah, that's yo, it. So imagine if he does <laughs> a collab with Ross as executive uh, producer. Oh, like he crush it. Get Beats executive producer. Like, come yo, on, man. Get Rose as your A and R, and that's get it. it, yo. Yo, <laughs> Ross, Ross would kill it. Man. Ross, him or Khaled? Khaled as your A and R. Come Khaled, on, Khaled, yo, it wouldn't even be fair. But you know, Nas needs a, a soul producer. You know what I'm saying? It can't just be like the. He don't gotta do just soul, yo. Yo, but Nas's best songs have been like soulful songs. When you think about like, yeah, but you don't want a whole album of that. I do actually. Yeah. Oh, you do. Okay. I do actually. Oh, we didn't have the whole conversation of uh, how long albums should be either. That was yeah. cut from the fucking yeah. the blooper <laughs> shit, yo. So how much? How much Nas? The next Nas album, how long do you want it to be? Seven, eight tracks. See, eight uh, tracks. Seven. So let's get back into that convo. 
<laughs> eight tracks. Is that really called an album? That's an EP. An EP. That's an EP. EP is like EPs is a single now. No, well, yeah, you know, you got your EPs and your LPs, and that's an EP. Eight tracks is it? You know, it's just, yeah, because we got into it. We was like, what? The attention span is gone now in this era, right? So. Anything with the double disc, that shit is dead. Yeah, because I, I, I still haven't sat down and listened to all of I don't think it's dead. All of Drake's I mean, shit. I don't think a, a whole album is dead. It's not It's not, It's not. not the thing that's going to be moving forward. I, I, it's doable. It's I not think, doable for a lot of artists, though. I'm not a fan of Kanye, but what he did with his seven-track project shit that he was pushing, right? that's going to be the, the standard. That's the wave. The standard. I don't think Kanye's the first to do it, though. But that's going to be the wave. Well, right. he's not the first to do it, but he's the first to push it the way as he a, did. As a release, yeah. You know what I mean? When he dropped those five projects in a month, whatever right. he did. And all of them like, was just real short. Kinda. Yeah, but that adds replay value. And that adds, like like I said before, it was like, well, pardon me. I said earlier, you I, you give me a project seven, eight tracks long, let me get two projects a year. I'm good with that. Instead of giving me giving me the 15-track album. I think I think you need more than two tracks a year. Two, two, I think two, two, two projects, two projects a year. Oh, two, then think, it adds up to. If you do about two projects 14, a year, 15. you need three or four singles in between projects. That that's not going to be on the album. I, you you have to be a certain kind of. No, you, you have to be singles a certain caliber of artists. Certain certain artists can get away with it, but it, it's it's a question of it's like eating, right? If you go to a restaurant, mm -hmm. do you want the good food now or do you want an experience? Because certain places you go, you like food is food, whatever. I'm yeah, fed yeah, now yeah. and. Eh. I'm just I'm looking at the landscape the way it is now mm -hmm. and how quickly we forget about things. It's too much going on, bro. Yeah. You could easily like Jay dropped four four four, which was like, yo, earth shattering yeah. when it came out. We're right. not even talking Incredible. about it anymore. Think about how long we talked about life is the death and ready to die. Years. Yo, there's been a lot of amazing albums. Pusha T put out put put his shit out early on this year. Psst, not a conversation anymore. That's 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 this era. The Drake, the Drake and Pusha T beef. Over the summer, mm -hmm. that shit would have been. That's the environment because of what it is today. When there's so much shit that's being put out, there's exactly. five albums that come out every week. That's what I'm saying. So if you if you're trying to stay relevant as an artist, if you, if you put out one project a year and you put out like a multitude of you singles, can't. I don't see. It's or you put like out you two. Can't put out one project a year. You could. That's why Drake did nah. a double. I'm pretty sure Drake did the double shit, and I bet you next year he puts out an album and a mixtape. I think. An album that makes sense good. And to me, that's two projects. That's two projects. Yeah, I think you, I think projects doesn't necessarily have to just be music. I think you can do an album mm -hmm. and then do like you know like podcast tours and do other things like that to stay relevant. Mm -hmm. Social media and or um, you know I think you you know hooking up with like YouTube people. No, but that's and, different. Now you're not talking about the music. Now you're talking about the business. I'm talking about yeah because when you look at Takashi Six Nine and how he was able to rise to stardom, like he's everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So if you're if you're an artist and you're trying to break that glass ceiling, I feel like you're gonna have to find ways to get on di multiple platforms mm -hmm. yeah. to and reach different yourself. demographics and expose yourself, mm -hmm. not just with music. So so then so then what's driving which? Like, is it somebody? Is it the art that's pushing the celebrity and the opportunities? Or are you looking at being a celebrity first who yeah. happens to do music? I think I think if you're an artist, you're if you're an artist, either you're going to be like an amazing level type artist like Adele, where you can drop a record every few years and have every song on it be just monumental and then you don't have to drop anything anymore. Right. But if you're an artist that like drops an album and it does like so-so, you got to be in the streets, bro. You got to be outside. Like, like and it, no shade on Nicki. I don't think any of Nicki's albums is holding up to any of Adele's albums as far as like influence and sales, whatever, right? Right. right. 
Um, if you look at Nikki shit, Nikki Nikki put out it's hot, it buzzes, but then if she doesn't say on top of stuff, she fizzes. Cardi, well, Cardi's like out now. That's why she's transitioning into the podcast. To the podcast, with the yeah. Radio. Cardi, Cardi's everywhere, and if Cardi doesn't stay everywhere, people are gonna forget about Cardi. Right. Somebody's gonna write. Young M A is doing the exact opposite. She's nowhere. Yeah. The only time you hear Young M A is on is when she's putting out music, and I think that's a detriment to her career. Mm. People want to know who you are. They want to get in your business. You got to create that persona. You don't think? I mean, there's got to be a balance. You know, like, like if you like, like certain people tell good jokes. Some people are really good. They could tell really good jokes, and some people are really good storytellers, mm-hmm. right? But to but to sit through a story is a whole different experience, because a storyteller has to be able to hold your attention and move you through that without you getting lost. A joke, it hits, boom. You Quick. know, line, yeah. punchline, whoop, got it, ha ha. For me to hold you through a story, I gotta I gotta grab you and take you through that whole thing, and that's the same thing with an album. I think an album, like everybody, I don't know. Everybody knows where they were when they first heard Marshall Mathers LP. Yes. You you know the first time you heard everybody so just knows. just you saying that took me to the spot where I heard it. <laughs> Slim Shady LP for oh, me. Okay. Yeah. Marshall Mathers was Marshall Mathers was cool. It was a follow up. Nah, Marshall Mathers was like incredible to okay. me. So, it was. Slim Shady nah. was dope, but Slim Marshall Shady Mathers was, was like mind blowing to the, me. So so uh, do you remember where you were when you first heard Stan? Because Stan is like the quintessential like excellent storytelling from mm-hmm. beginning to end. Yeah, it's so much so that in your in regular language, it's a word. Are you standing for Yo, somebody? But yeah. Stan, <laughs> I think Stan was a great record for the time. Stan, Stan, you know the um shout out to uh, what's her name that did the background. The T's don't call um, him. Dado, Dado, tell us how Dado. She was big. Mm-hmm. I think he he made a great choice on doing a cover for her song, and it was new. It was like nobody had really done it. Eminem has a, had a wordplay that nobody that was doing. Perspective, yeah, yeah, that, like that, yeah. it was crazy. But when you think about like music, from the idea like of what Quincy Jones is saying, talk about like music as a whole, Stan's not like a super great song. Wow, you wow. I mean, music. Where are you playing, Stan? Where? No, but he's talking about the storytelling part. No aspect. doubt. Right. I'm talking about music. Yeah, but music is about, music is so. Music, that's like yeah, saying you're not putting good. that shit in a party and nothing like that. It's, okay. It's cool. So I so it's but a that's great, how you judge everything. Like only I'm, great music could be played in a party. Scene. I'm just saying that music. We, we're talking about music, sure. right? And in sure. certain songs, um, have, were created during a moment, and we we put a lot of great value. Songs into them. are emotional. Songs are emotional. There are many, many emotions. And, and Stan, Stan came out during a time period where we were in our you know early teens in high school, right? And we're super excited about it. The record did great. Eminem was groundbreaking. Sure. He, he, nobody was doing it before him. I'm mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. I'm just saying like, just because just Stan because, isn't Stan isn't juicy. Uh, no, it's not no, supposed to. That's be. what I'm saying. It's not. It's it wasn't not meant to be. Juicy's good music. So is Stan. Stan is good music. Stan is Stan is a great song from a great era. You feel me? I don't know. I'm not I could saying put, that. I'm not I could saying put Stan on and like still vibe out and be nostalgic. You, I'm, what I'm, I'm saying, saying, every emotion deserves a soundtrack. No doubt. So I'm just saying that I'm looking for the got that point. party vibe, that happy feeling. That like, yeah, I was I wasn't supposed to make if it, I but look on, at me, here I am. If I put on Elvis Presley right now, right, right, some of those records is hold. Sure, it's good music. Mm-hmm. Okay. You feel me? Timeless. It's timeless. I don't think Stan is. Nobody plays Stan these days. We play Stan. You feel me? But where are you playing Stan? It's a great record. It's a personal record. It's a personal if, record. If somebody want to throw it on, they'll throw it on. They'll throw it on because right. you're fans of Eminem and mm-hmm. I'm not shitting on the record. I'm just saying that Stan, like, musically is not that great. Wow. I, nah, I, I think. 
So look like this, right? Dido's song, mm-hmm. uh, please don't do that. Dido's song is amazing. You know what I'm saying? On its own. Uh, nah, I don't remember. Listen, I will tell you that people play uh, Thank You less than Stan. Right? What's Thank You? That's the that's song that was shareable. Okay, that's because we're, that we're Dido's record. We're, right. in, we're in the culture though. No, no. Okay, you don't so, think I'm talking about today? Wait, if you're you're hearing mm-hmm. you're hearing Dido's Thank You on like Adult Contemporary, you're hearing it on, on like light light stations, and then now we have stations that that'll play like old hip hop. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But when you think about, and I'm not shading Eminem. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I love Stan. Don't get me wrong. I'm no, not saying no, you're trying no, to I hate. I understand. Right. I'm just the saying, argument, but just from so, a musical standpoint, mm-hmm. you feel me? I'm, I'll play Mama Said Knock You Out. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? Anywhere. It, you know, but where are you playing Stan? Like you, at a writing when reception? Vibing. You, when you vibing in the you zone, you're doing homework, you're studying. What was the last time y'all listened you're to? You're going it? for a jog? I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't mean it didn't. It, it, doesn't don't mean, it don't take away credit from the, so, so, the record. I'm not taking away credit from the, from the record. You're saying it's not good music. <laughs> musically. I'm just saying, musically. It's, I I'm saying it's, it's incredible. Song. What do you mean? Because you can't party? Because you can't dance to it? You don't say that. Is you that, take it your personal thing because you're like, saying, I would never play this anywhere. That's the thing. Let me see. I mean, all right. Let's, 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 let's use now. something different, right? If let's I had just broken up with my girl and I'm like, damn, yo, what the fuck am I doing? Maybe I'll throw this on. So so let's let's look at it like this, right? You know what I mean? Different emotions cater to different fucking... But for individuals. Music cater sure. to different emotions. For a, great, for a greater whole. So look, It's look. definitely not a group song. It's definitely yeah. a personal, it's a personal individual right. record. It's, it's niche. Right. Yeah, it's, it's very. That yeah. doesn't mean it's I'll not give great, you that. Though I'm not saying it's not great. Mu- it's not, it doesn't mean it's not great music. But certain music, certain, yeah. everything has its place. I think it's, it's great. Okay. I think it's great hip hop, right? Mm-hmm. But certain songs transcend hip hop. Certain songs step outside the realm. And Stan doesn't do that. Stan absolutely does that. Yo, what are you <laughs> talking about? I don't. I don't think it stands out. There. Not more than you know, rappers delight. You know what I'm saying? Nah, Not yo, more anybody, than anybody. People yeah. that don't listen to rap will listen to Stan. When was the last time y'all heard it play? That doesn't mean it's not musical. I'm just saying. All right, forget about just period. Right. Because we move around, we listen to music, we listen to the radio. Right. Outside of an Eminem station or a, a, a station that's playing old hip hop. Right. When was the last time you heard Stan played? No, it's been years. Yeah. That doesn't mean it's not great music. You, I'm not saying it. I'm not saying great. Think music. about it. I can though. say when was the last time you heard Prince on the radio? Like they play Prince. Heard Prince. Yeah, Prince yeah, they play Prince. Heard. Depending on the record, okay, wait, depending no, on the radio station is what you're saying, when, right? When's the last time you heard Slick Rick? They play Slick Rick. I didn't say that. When's the last time you heard Slick Rick? I heard Slick Rick a few weeks ago. What did you hear? Um, satellite radio. No, what did you hear? Um, you know his shit. Um. <laughs> you see this? Come no, on! No, 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 no! I just—it's one of the dumb, 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 dumb. Yeah, once upon a time, not long ago. Story time. That's a you know that song plays everywhere. Okay, so you know not everywhere. I understand. No, once upon a time, that song plays everywhere. Don't play everywhere. I'm telling you, bro. Like that's like this. I don't believe you. I'm telling you, I, I've heard it in the strangest places. You can't hold two things to the same metric, right? Depending on what they're like. I'm thinking about like. Moby Dick, Moby Dick is iconic, mm-hmm. right? But by far and away, the Harry Potter series has sold more. More yes. kids, more people in principle. More, you run the numbers. More people have read Harry Potter than Moby Dick or Tale of Two Cities. Mm-hmm. Am I going to say, well, Dickens is all right? Or Tale of Two Cities, it's a no. good book, but, you know, no, I mean, yeah. what's the last time I... No, they held to different standards. They mean different things. And you, okay, I might find more fun. Or what's the other one? The Dan Brown one, uh, Da Vinci Code. Tons of people read Da Vinci Code and mm-hmm. shit. Are you gonna hold up to the same standard? Yeah, but I mean, 
the Da Vinci Code and even Moby Dick. You know, you're gonna tell me over time if you were to add up the people that have read Moby Dick since the moment it's been written to mm-hmm. now, that more people have read Harry Potter. Yeah. Over, come on. Yes. So what do you wait? Come what's on. the argument? Harry Potter still is read by kids and adults. Over Moby Dick's been out like over like what 100, years. Go run the numbers. Don't matter, yo. Go I'm run the numbers. Son. They didn't make. We, 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 well, we're in the age of data, out. and I know you love data. Oh, you know what run though? The there's, there's a lot of outside circumstances. Oh. <laughs> a lot of people didn't read back then. You know, oh. people oh. got the from the library. It don't yeah, count as a yeah, sale. Libraries didn't exist up until up ten years ago. This guy. You know, reading was for high society. His argument is valid. Your point is not. Yo, listen. <laughs> I'm just saying that you guys hold on. To you guys hold on to stand, and it's a great song. It's a great song. It came out. Where's the point? Great artist. It's just not. It's not that great music. So, where do you separate song from music? Explain the difference. Then let's start with that. I think like Michael Jackson's Thriller album. Every song on there is music. It's great. Like Quincy Jones talks about it, I right? Like the essential pop album. Quick, it's music. Yeah. Quincy Jones talks about like. You know, like, it's one of the things he says is like about rappers, because a lot of rappers don't really focus on making, making great music. I think Eminem has made great music, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's certain songs that transcend that he's made. I just don't think Stan. Stan is one of those things that, that blew our minds, you know what I mean? But it's a cover of Dido's song, okay, really. So, how, what's the definition of music? Not even great music, because if there's great music, there's bad music. How is Quincy I think Jones music, defining music, or you? Music that's going to stand the test of time, like, over time. Like, you know, Mozart. I think you, you know, can play like, Stan now, and it's still great. I'm not saying that we would still saying, enjoy it. Because you know how you know how a lot of records, when you play them now, like, damn, this shit did not age well? Right. Stan is a timeless record, yo. You can play that how many, shit. Any- how many new fans does Stans have? Like, from this generation. Motherfucker, Stan became a word in our vocabulary, yo. I'm not yo. saying that. that. I'm is- saying the song itself. How many new fans has Stan, has Stan garnered in this generation? So, so I'll, give, I'll give you this. Stan probably doesn't have a lot of new listeners. That is true. That is true. I'll give him that. But with that being said, you can't, you can't take away the impact that the song has had on everything after That's it. That's the point I'm trying to make. That is the, the impact it's had on us is why we hold it in such high regard. Hold on. Hold on. So, so if, if that's the argument, yeah. if that's the argument, yeah. then who the fuck is Al Green? Who the fuck is Aretha? Al no. Green. But people, but Al Green still picking up new fans today. There's still For, kids being born. Oh. The kids are being born that. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Listen to Al Green. Al right. Green Al Green is still picking up fans. If you go and look at the numbers, you know, I mean, we'd have to, it's, it's not fair to say no. Al Green and then talk oh, about Are you no, saying no. Eminem is not getting new fans? That's what I'm saying. It's not fair to say Al Green and then <laughs> and on. only talk about one song for Eminem. Okay, so fine. No, you fine. know what I'm saying? So if, if you... Let's say how many new kids. I'm not saying none, right? Because we let's, can't say none. Let's do something like um, there's like a billion how new many, Eminem fans. Like, 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 just like, open like, his last album like, that was La trash. Bamba, La Bamba, right? Mm-hmm. 
And La Bamba doesn't have the same impact. It's, it's good. Doesn't have the same impact. Right. But La Bamba's picking up new fans today. People are listening to that song and saying, you you're still you're still hearing cultural references to La Bamba okay, as sure. long as it's been out. Sure. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying Stan's not gonna be like that. It's it's gonna survive mm-hmm. like our time because right. it's in our vocabulary. Right, but, but but if the kids aren't listening to it, but I'll I'll, I'll take it one step further because if it's the, if it's in the vocabulary it was, as with anything, mm-hmm. then at some point someone's gonna ask where did this come from? Why is somebody, somebody standing? Somebody research it. But that's plenty of people. But I'm just talking about like music that music that from generation to generation it keeps catching. Sure, you know what I mean. It just it's like yo, it, it's certain artists like Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. You know. When people listen to Michael Jackson 20 years from now, they're still going to love his music. I know this. I agree. I agree. You know, maybe not every single song, mm-hmm. but there'll still be certain tracks that people are like, oh, this is this is hard. You know what I mean? Right. When you listen to a track from, you know, uh, Billie Holiday's, you know, um, you know, Strange Fruit, and, right. and that shit hits, you're like, yo, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying Stan is great. It has a really big cultural impact on us, and we hold it in high regard. I hold it in high regard. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's great overall music. It's my opinion, though. My opinion. So, so all right. I mean, I, I get it. I mean, again, I'm gonna because we would have to say Dido's song. Thank you, because the, the vocal stand is the, the the melodies, the song structure. Mm-hmm. You know, is Dido's song. Thank you when we when you listen to that well, song. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing about sampling, and so the, and the degree to which it samples. So yeah, Stan is hugely indebted to Thank You. No questions asked. Right. I'm not taking one away from the other, but Thank You. Is a song to an ex lover that, you know, kind of faded away into the ether. Like again, people who appreciate music know the song is dope. I'm not taking anything away from Dado's record, and Dado's actually an underrated artist. But when you look at the impact that Eminem has had as a celebrity, and even there was, I forget what song he did, even he's kind of aware that a lot of his cred rests on the ability of what Stan is, like. No one say he's a phenomenal rapper, flows crazy, wordplay's crazy. You think Stan Stan is his biggest record? I think Stan Stan, Stan proved that he was more than just a rapper. No. Yeah. Stan wasn't the record. What? What no. record was it? I think when he did More than just the rapper? Yeah. More than give just me the, a, Give me the record. Oh, I, he had, um, he had a lot of dope records, no questions asked. And he had a lot of records that transcended hip hop from a musical standpoint. But I think Slim, when he broke out with Slim Shady, you know what I'm saying? Because Eminem had um he well, he had that record prior to um Infinite, right? Where okay. he was like super rapidly rap. Okay. Right? right. Slim Shady's when he broke out to the persona. He was a mega star from day one. The moment that, that Slim when Slim Shady dropped, right. like the world stopped. Like, you know yeah, what was it? Just Don't Give a Fuck was on there. Yeah. The um, world stopped. Like, every song on that album right. was fire. Like, yeah, you you could literally... Eminem, that's some shitty LP was one of the first few yeah. records. Mm-hmm. And then that's the other thing, too. It had a lot of competition. It did. You know what I'm saying? Some shady LP dropped in that 98, 99 era. That's what everybody talks about, the golden years of hip hop. Tons of competition. Biggie just died Mm -hmm. uh, a year or two ago. So Biggie, everything Biggie is hitting the airwaves. Then he gets that posthumous um, um, renegade feature. And black people really weren't fucking with Eminem at the time. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. When he first, first came out. Right. Like the culture really wasn't like. It wasn't ready for this mainstream white rap. Yeah. Us as new kids being high school kids, we embraced it. No, I feel like. He had the edge because the Dr. Drake co-sign was huge. Yeah, right. we accepted it yeah. in fourteen fifteen. Yeah. I'm right. talking about the old, old heads, yeah, so oh, like okay. twenty five, thirty. Still don't they wasn't, they wasn't, they wasn't vibe. Yeah, still right. to this day. You feel me? So he broke through that. I think Slim Shady. It was just different. It was he, different. It was what he's doing. Was different. But and and here's and here's something you got to think about, right? Into if you put both records on today, 
You can pick any song from his entire discography, and if you're going to go that way, pick any song from the Slim Shady LP, right? And you stack it up to Stan. To listen to any song from the Slim Shady LP, you got to be a fan of rap or maybe mm-hmm. rock, right? Yeah. Like, the sound, the energy, and it's a great album. But you could get people who don't listen to rap at all. And because of the storytelling of Stan, you don't have to be a rapper to get yeah. caught in this idea of, yo, this is a fan who's a little bit off his rocker, mm-hmm. right? It transcends rap. It's like ultimate I mean, just, storytelling. Just, it's just, a fantastic just song. Just to further my point, yeah. right? I did a Google search of Eminem's top 30 song. Right. Stan is number 27. That's fine. I'm cool with that. People don't even consider his top 10. It's, it's not... <laughs> I mean, it's one of those songs we're like super attached to. What's sure. the number one song? My name is. Uh, let's see. Might it might be. Number, number I'm thinking about it. Might be. Yeah. That was the one that fucking made him pop. I'm, but uh, 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 the real Slim Shady. Which is is not lose yourself. Yeah, come on, okay. you oh, so, lose yourself. If you're gonna use, so, so you you really believe in this now? Lose yourself. Um, so lose yourself was a big it's record. Man. It, was, it was huge. It was huge. It was, it was a big record. It was album. It was great for the movie. It's amazing. We can't look at it. We we can't look at that a personal opinion, right? Because yeah. the 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 universe will correct itself, right? Yeah, so, sure. So we might think something is great if the, if the, if it doesn't sell, we just think it's great. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean it's great. Yeah. You so, know, so if Lose Yourself is the number one selling record, that's what it was. So yeah, that's the biggest record he got. That, that's oh, his number one selling record. This is uh yeah, it was on it was number like one for twelve weeks. And, and you, you you know my issue is with that, and that's one of the biggest things that it's not at the it's. It's at the core of love. Everything. The way you lie was sure. number two. Sure, I'm cool with that. Smack that was number three. Wouldn't be and the the most. I'm, I'm consistent. fine with that. And, and so what you're telling me then, which is which is problematic, is that um, you're holding commercial success to the same level as critical acclaim. That's what you're telling me. Yes. Wow. Because I got Because commercial oh, success man. still means people went out and bought that record. That doesn't mean so it's critical, good. Critical that acclaim. Take away from how good the record is. I'm not saying that, but critical acclaim, let's just think about it, right? Critical acclaim is basically saying a group of people saying that this record is good based on their, you know, their skill set and their expertise. They sure. think the record is good. Sure. Commercial success is people actually saying going out and buying this record yeah, but and purchasing with that- but with that point, you're saying that let's say Stan didn't sell as much, but La Macarena did. <laughs> what's a better What's a better song? La, Ma- La Macarena. Oh man! People you said it. it was. You got it, yo. You got it. The people said it was. I'm not gonna argue with you then. If, if that, you, if you at think the end La of the Macarena day, is a better song, because at the end it's the, better music than Stan. I'm saying, and, you got it. And, and it's no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying in your in your hypothetical situation, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? If La Ma- Ma- Macarena sold more records, yeah, then it's a better record. More okay. people were attracted to it. More people wanted to purchase it. At the end of the day, these artists are selling music. People, it's a product. The same people that bought La Macarena was the same people buying the Harlem Shake when it came out, and not the fucking the Harlem Shake that we know. I'm talking about do the Harlem. That shit was number one for like three, four weeks. If your that record shit probably sold a billion fucking if you, copies. If your record has mass appeal, your record has mass appeal. I'm not gonna penalize the artist for a record that has mass appeal. There are certain records when you talk about um when you talk about the birth of hip hop, right? Hip hop started in a in, started in, 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 out in the park. Started out in the park in the Bronx, <laughs> right? right? For hip hop to 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 blow up to where it is. It needed commercial success. It needed people to actually go out there and purchase okay. it. It didn't need a group but, of people saying that this shit was hot. You know what? No, it I, needed I, I, people I, I, to actually what? go out and get it. I know. I, I, I'm going to say something really interesting here, right? And think about it. Because Apple, Apple's one of the biggest brands in the world, right? Yes. Apple's fundamentally a niche market, though, when you really think about it. It is a niche market. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's not so much about how many things are selling. It's about the purists or the people who are seen as 
as the vanguards of the culture, saying we believe this is good. No doubt. Right? Now, usually what sells the most or sells more, it's a watered-down version to appeal to everybody else. But there still has to be a core group that says this is what's good. Okay. Okay? So with hip-hop, the people who are seen as the originators of it, the DJ Herks and the Red Alerts, yeah, if you look at the songs that they were like, oh, we respect this as what hip-hop is built on, it's usually different from what was selling because what was selling was a little bit watered down. It pandered to a larger... It had elements of it. <coughs> yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Okay. You can't... I mean, th- those are different things. Something that sells the most or something that has the most spins doesn't mean on a quality level it's, it's better. Yo, quality is subjective, right? It's it, you know what you think is quality might not necessarily be what somebody else thinks is quality. That's right? true. I agree. What I'm saying, if we're gonna take an objective reference, right? What we have is sales, right? Ultimately, if a record is doing well, mm-hmm. it it's gonna reflect in sales. I don't. I don't disagree. To make your point with Apple, Apple put out the um, Apple had the Apple S, then they had that that cheap ass Apple phone, right? What was that? The the C. The five C S. The C. They still do the C. Q, whatever the fuck. They still do the C. I have no idea. No, they don't. You know why? Why? It didn't fucking sell. Okay. You feel me? So at the end of the day, regardless of the fact there was a niche market when they had a product that wasn't selling, right. this shit is no good. It felt the like... Same shit with the, music, though. When but, shit don't sell, they pivot. Fundamentally, they the, C, the C was a good quality phone, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. As far as circuitry and the software that you got, sure. it was a good quality phone. Mm-hmm. But when it didn't sell, Apple fucking dumped it. You know, and that's, I think, with music. When you look at music, we can sit here and debate about which song we think is great, and that's, that's cool. But... At the end of the day, it really matters what's sold. I, I disagree. And, and again, so so it, it depends it who you're talking to. It, it doesn't have to be you're so binary. You talking to me? Right? I don't give a fuck how much it's sold. I'm not looking at the numbers. Like it doesn't have to be so binary. But if that's the case, and we're looking at what sells, then you feed your kids McDonald's and Burger King all day. I'm gonna take my kids to to freaking Trader Joe's and to whatever else pop because we're going by sales. I'm I mean, no, I'm gonna work no, hard and cook it, this just, just go off that argument, right? McDonald's, McDonald's sells, sells a lot. Okay. It's, a, it's, it's one of the best products in the world. Fantastic. Does it mean it's not good for you? <laughs> well, then. But, but McDonald's varies from country to country. Let's just say that, too. Yeah, McDonald's, that. McDonald's in the U.S. Right. is very different from McDonald's in other countries. I don't and other countries that. have different rules with food, this, that, and third. But if you had to come in and say that, if you had to choose between two investments and I gave you McDonald's, and I gave you Taco Bell. Right. What are you choosing? To feed somebody else or to feed my kids? If you had to come in to invest. No, 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 no. Right? Because ultimately, because right. McDonald's, McDonald's is it, the end product. They're, they're selling burgers. Mm-hmm. It's, it's an investment machine. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So if we're going to use the analogy with music. Sure. Right? If I'm coming in and if I'm looking at I'm comparing McDonald's entities, right? Sure. I'm not comparing food here. Because right. I'm not comparing burgers to tacos. Okay. I'm comparing entities. Yeah. McDonald's to Taco Bell. Yes. Which one are you picking to invest in? Which one you think is going to be more valuable? Oh, okay. Because fundamentally, from that perspective, whatever I'm pushing out, I'm pushing out on somebody else. And it's strictly numbers. So I don't give a shit. But since McDonald's sells more, McDonald's. Of course. Yeah, because I'm pushing it to someone else. So, so what? what <laughs> which one has more I value, where, though? I see where, I see where Alex well, is going. Which one has more value, though? It I mean, we can play the game. What matters no. to you, though? What are you putting out? What are you bringing home to share with your family? When you look at the stock Music, you share with your family, right? No doubt. People close to you. So why wouldn't you share good quality shit it, regardless of how many other people you guys consume are, it? But you guys are making my point, though. We can have a conversation right. of critical acclaim. That's sure. a group of us saying that we feel this is great, mm-hmm. right? But when it comes to the greater, the, greater, the greater crux of it, 
what sells is what's valuable, is what's really great. So everything you know is what a saying? business deal. So then feed your kids Mickey D's. I'm cool with that. You know what it is? You can't do it every day. Every day shit changes. What do you mean? You can't feed your kids McDonald's every day. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know what I'm saying? The same way with music. You can't every... Uh, like I said before, every emotion deserves a soundtrack. So well, it all depends. I mean, if, you, if you're gonna say that, you're in, if you're gonna say that you're gonna with music, that right? Type of music. If you're gonna say the feed and nourishment you, of music, if you just got into a relationship, you playing all the lovey dovey shit. If you just got out of a breakup, you gonna play some real emotional sad shit. I can say this, right? If we were to make a list of the top ten songs in the world, yeah. Let's let's take a look at that. Let's do I want to take a look at that because you guys they're keep making this happy. They all have a good time. Ten songs guaranteed. There's not one depressing song on in the world. They, they could you're not gonna tell me depressing music gets you through some shit. And, and you know, See, I was listening to moon music for fucking years. Yo, yo. Aretha Franklin doesn't have as many spins as Taylor Swift. See, it's hard to say. You're gonna tell me that Taylor Swift is better music? And that's not a knock on her as a businesswoman. I get it. I, but, all right, all right, hold on, hold on. So that's number one. It's hard because I, I feel like this is only really doing U.S. Yeah. Right. I really wanted to look at the world, but all right, we're gonna say U.S. Right. Girls like you, Maroon Five, Cardi B, featuring Cardi B. You're saying that this is McDonald's? This Still is, haven't heard this, it. This this is this is not good. It's not a good song. Who's this? I haven't heard it. You about to? The number one song. Think about that. The number one song in the country. I haven't heard. That's because it's not for you. Exactly. Yo. That doesn't mean it's not good. I'm not saying that. But you kept saying, like, where do you hear Stan? Where do you hear Stan? I'm like, where do I hear this shit? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> this is shit that's going to get played at the Super Bowl. <laughs> that doesn't mean it's not good, though. I mean, we might not like it. Doesn't mean it's not good. I, I agree with Well, I agree with that part. And if I'm looking at the song, and you're telling me that this song is the number one song in the world, I'm looking at what's valuable. This is McDonald's. I'm looking at the numbers. <laughs> This is straight number six. Besides, <laughs> you right. So you're, you're driving in the car. You can't play this with your kids in the car. No, absolutely. It's for everybody. So what are you saying? This is McDonald's then? Because okay, because it's not what I'm playing in the house. No doubt for right. you. But if you're talking about, if you say no, that, I this, want my kids to be exposed. When I'm in the crib, I'm playing. I'm either listening to podcasts or I'm playing my shit that I listen to. Like, I'm talking about. I'm talking about from the, from the position so my kids of kids can get exposed to. When exposed I'm in the car, I listen to the radio, so my kids. If you if you if you're talking about from the position of like yo like we come we're we're trying to expose our kids a certain thing right but from the position of keeping your kids around a positive energy oh yeah saying, this is, radio, you, you're not playing this, this? it's, it's not just about positive I mean car. you can play positive you can play I mean you're not playing this so cream sure. rises to the top bro this is the number one selling record right now when have you heard this I've never heard this <laughs> but it's not for me <laughs> we're just right that's what I'm saying we're critically we're we're critically acclaiming something right. and we're saying that. We're a group of people saying that this is great. Then why you kept saying asking about Stan? When was the last time people heard Stan? Because you were talking about the difference between good music and good songs. Yeah, what I'm saying is we have a great attraction to Stan. Stan is important to us. us. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I don't think Stan is great music though. That's crazy. So I mean, great music in the sense that it's gonna a hundred, fifty years from now, yo, play that Stan song. Nah, I don't think no. But it's it's not 
there's going to be celebrities that could relate to it, that could understand, and people could relate to that that psychotic fucking fanboy. Yo, yo Casey, right. So, like, you remember Shake It Off? Shake It Off was everywhere. Mm. Who you, you mean to tell me that in 20 years, if when people have their kids and their grandkids, they're like, oh, you know what? I really want you to know what good music is, and they put Shake It Off? No, but I can tell you in 20 years, if this song plays, mm-hmm. people will still like it. What? This this Okay. What song, that Maroon 5? Yeah. Yeah, I mean maybe. Yeah, maybe it still doesn't mean it's good. Yo, but it's you're, it's it's, it's commercially it's it's commercially it's not viable good because you don't like it. That's I'm not saying you. you're I'm saying, saying that anything that has commercial success is good music. Because I'm, I'm, yes, because what I'm okay. saying is fundamentally commercial success means that people went out and bought it and people like it. So it's it's like doing a, a, a national survey. You feel me? The records that are selling the most, people are confirming with their purchase mm-hmm. that they like it. That doesn't mean and it's if good. you look at the top. Good is subjective. It changes from person to person. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm saying so, if you take so the top five like songs uh-huh. for the last t- ten years, mm-hmm. I guarantee you're probably gonna like most of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, this is pretty good. I, I vibe with this. You know what I'm saying? I fuck with it. It's not, uh, it might not Grammys, be my first the Grammys choice. Grammys shit on a lot of the the music I listen to, so I don't. <laughs> Grammys is critically acclaimed. Okay, Grammys okay, is I'll people getting away. together saying that I think this is good. Okay, I'm okay, saying okay. look at the You're raw numbers, commercial type, the wow. numbers. Look at the sales the numbers. The, the records that sold the most. Mm-hmm. Take the top three from the last twenty years. Right. I guarantee you, consider the white family. Do the experiment. Take the top three from the last twenty years, even in a genre you don't like. Right, find a genre you don't like. Like if you don't like country music. Take the number one song from the last five years in country music. I guarantee you'll like one of them. One of them, you'll be like, ah, I fuck with it. Because we are our own, like, cream rises to the top. So we're going to, in a large number, we're going to dictate what's good. You know what I'm saying? And because we generally all in the same sauce, yo, even when, like, music from other countries, if I were to put number one song in Colombia right now, we sat here and listened to it, I'm pretty sure we would be like, well, it's not too bad. Yeah, we don't understand what we're saying, what they're saying, but it sounds good. Sure, because music is I, universal. I, yeah, I, I get that, right? And there's also like, it's the same thing with McDonald's, though, because fast food is, is supposed to hit quick triggers, right? It, it, it's not. It's not. Fast food isn't universal, though. Not as universal as music is. No, same thing though. That's like there are basic triggers, and then there's quality. And there's no right or wrong answer. I'll give you that. Everybody can. Everybody you know why I say right. it's different? Because we have fast food in Colombia, and fast food in Colombia was was a was a world's difference for us. But you know what? I sure if we ask Colombians, yo, you think this shit is great? You'd rather this than they'd your like, mom's nah. cooking? And they'd be like, nah. no doubt. Okay. But I'm sure if you put their fast food up against our fast food, they'll take their own fast food on any day. Okay, so we got to keep apples to apples, right? Fast food to fast food. But you can't say fast food versus cooking because nobody you buys my mama's food. cooking. You said fast That's food my point. Right. That's my I point. I never said fast food versus cooking. You said that. Okay. So pop, poppy record to poppy record, but we still not talking about impact and quality of the thing. Pop definitely has a sound, right? So I'm not having that argument again. What, what, whatever. But I'm saying that even in hip hop, songs that song, sell sell a lot are basically getting a stamp of approval from the public. Is, okay. So so then it, it, and by, we're the public. Sure. So by that standard, then um, you, you're gonna tell me that. From a quality, if we're going to say quality is the same thing quality as commercial. Quality is subjective. Fine. Using your metric, uh, J- Ja Rule and Ashanti, What's Love is a better record than many men. Using using my metric, right? If you were to base quality on the quantity, if if you're, if, if I don't know how many records, many, if we were to look up how many records, many look men sold and. Men, 50 and how Cents, many, many Men versus Ja Rule and Ashanti, What's Love? Uh, record sales. 
this guy got me doing all this damn research. <laughs> hey, we both like data, but hey. I, I bowed out this argument already. Once Joe said La Macarena is the biggest <laughs> I never said that. I never said that. You gave a comparison hey, between Macar- Macarena. And I said, based on your situation, your hypothetical situation, if Macarena sold more records, mm-hmm. then it would be better. All right. Regardless of what, what it you is. You got it. Yo, you got it, yo. It'd be a better I'm record. Out, I'm out. But it did it, though. Macarena didn't do that, didn't do that well. So let me see. Uh, record sales for many men. Yo, we had mad topics to talk about, but fuck all them topics. Yo, <laughs> yo. music, yo. <laughs> it's hard to get that information. All right, let me see. Um, many men did. All right, it doesn't say the exact number, mm-hmm. but he well, did more than five hundred thousand. It went gold. It did more than 500,000. Yeah, well... And what was the other record you said? What's Love? That what's, shit was like 8 million, yo. What's, what's Love? The, I could have told you that. Fat Joe? No, no. The, uh, well, Jaru and the Shine. Was it? No, yeah. Jaru what's Love the was Fat Joe. Oh, was? Yeah. yeah. What's Love? Yeah, got, got to do. do. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was no, sorry. My apologies. Yep. I don't think that shit did 8 million. It did 100,000 million, yo. A billion. <laughs> Hold on. I don't think that shit went platinum. That shit went eight platinum, yo. Did it? Talking about? I don't know. Let's take I don't, a look. I'm, I'm taking a look right now. Since right you now. looked up the other one, I'm going to look this one up. I don't see, see. I don't see. That shit came out like in 2001, yo. Like oh, no. Idea. See, What's shit. Love did... Uh, it did... Okay, this is United Kingdom. What? Why doesn't it say for the U.S.? They don't have like a total worldwide number? Yo, yeah, yeah there's no this real line. stupid, yo. This is why you can't trust numbers, yo. They be Duh. making shit up. Okay. To fucking favor um, the artist. You guys before it was, I don't know. Let me see. That's why the co- the quality got to stand. I has got to be a place where you can get all this information centrally. Sure. Uh, billboard. That's why the numbers argument is bullshit to me because people can fabricate the numbers up. Well, you, you can't you, fabricate. You, you the can always spin what the numbers. I'm are saying. Supposed I'm to saying mean. if you can get the true the real numbers of record sales. Mm-hmm. Yo, so records that number one records, top three records, rest of the ones that that stay in the top three for long periods of time, last. You know what I'm saying? Last, and we can have an argument all day was, about records. What that was we like the best like. record this year that you think is timeless? The highest selling record this year? Highest? No, that's not what I said. Highest. <laughs> <laughs> that's not, I'm not having an argument on what I think. My yeah. argument is what. Is, what record is, came out this year that you think is going to stand the test of time? I have a lot of records I thought was good. Because usually the nothing, highest it, selling records are always dope for the moment. They capture the moment. That's not true. That's not true. Think, look at the, I mean, go back and look at it. Look at the last 10 years and look at all the number one records for the last 10 years. And a lot of those records still hold. Bodak Yellow? <laughs> that was the biggest record like two years ago. Last yes, year. last year. And Bodak Yellow still holding. Yellow is Cardi's breakout record. It's still holding. Um, highest record, highest selling records in 2018. I'm pretty sure some Kendrick shit. Well, I know that Black Panther fucking album was fire. God's Plan, Drake. What does that mean? God's Plan. God's, God's plan. plan, that's the biggest record in the 2018. Record? You tell me God's Plan is not going to carry? Maybe. Drake, <laughs> Drake has that. I, I won't take away Come from on. Drake because Drake has that, this, that longevity. The shit. number two record behind him is One Kiss, Cal- Calvin Harris. I EDM. Mm-hmm. I fuck with Calvin Harris. That's that EDM show. EDM is yeah. huge in the world, yeah. though. You know? Come on. Okay. No, yeah. The I'm numbers. Taking, I'm I mean, not taking none away from it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm not saying the numbers are like, oh, live or die by them. I'm just saying, like, 
just from a, if you get behind, get forget about the 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 industry shit. Mm-hmm. From a from a simple from a scientific standpoint, right? If you have a sample size, mm-hmm. and you have seven billion people on this planet, it's a finite amount. If a certain percentage of the people say that this record is good, right, and they confirm that with a sale, because generally people don't that's, people don't go out and get records they don't buy like. Shit just because just to see. That's true. That's but crazy. But the, the records that stay on top for a long time, people are continually purchasing and consuming these records. Okay. You know, in, 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 why would it not? That that's a BS argument, and I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna tell you right right now, right? So I'm gonna tell you right now as you walk away, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yo, yeah. Make sure you yell into the mic so you can hear you, yo. <laughs> so yeah, so like even when you look at how the country is run, right? There's something called checks and balances, mm-hmm. right? So everybody says the United States is a democracy. Mm-hmm. We're not a democracy, people. We're a democratic republic, mm. right? Because if it was a democracy, you know what you get? You get a mobocracy. If everybody votes for something and, and the numbers say one thing, that doesn't necessarily mean it's what's best for the country. I mean, we all know it's a democratic republic. Okay, that's my point. Nobody so says you can't that just, no more. So, so you can't run just off of raw numbers. Because just because everybody votes behind something doesn't mean it's the right thing or it's the best. But then, then we go, hey, you know what? That's what most people voted. Most people don't. Most people don't vote like the way they buy records. No, but when, you, when, you, when, you, when you put the money in the register, that's a vote. Isn't it? It's a vote. More people buy records than, than vote. Sure, but it's, a, it's still a vote. It's a vote of some sort. If you're willing to exchange money or you... Right? Nobody's you, disputing the fact that it's a vote, bro. Okay, What I'm then. saying is that, that there's more representation when you're buying records than, than voting. voting. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. More people in the population buy records. Well, maybe they feel more invested in entertaining themselves than what's not, going on I'm in the community. I'm not arguing on why they're doing it. I'm just saying sure. that more people do it in general. But it's the Look, same we're thing. We're going in circles. I want to have a conversation. This is okay. done. Let's move on. <laughs> Worry, I've been bowed like, out yo, this convo. This guy, <laughs> so it's one one in a draw. Is that no, it? There's no draw. There's no draw. I don't know. There's no draw. I'm playing La Macarena in there the whip you, on the ride home, yo. My friend didn't sell that many records. You fucking crazy. It did, but it didn't sell not as many as it wasn't like you know. You compare it to different eras, yo. The way to get music now yo, is way different. I see that nobody family needs to weigh in on this. <laughs> they need to, I, I, yo. I never am the one to say that, yo. They need to. I, I want to hear from my own knowledge. Like, do they really feel that La, La Macarena is better than? I never said that. <laughs> I never said that. That's what you said. You guys are, uh, are, exactly are making said. shit up. We have it recorded, and you can play it back. I might be wrong. I might be wrong. What he said was, mm-hmm. if Macarena sold more right. than... What was, Stan or whatever. The fuck. Macarena did not sell more than Stan. But if, S- if it did... Single? Yeah, it didn't do better than Stan. I highly doubt that. I think Macarena did more than Stan. Worldwide? Worldwide? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Macarena I couldn't get any worldwide numbers. Okay. Couldn't get any worldwide numbers. Consider nobody family help us out with this one. This is like a real deal. What do y'all think? Yeah, I mean. Y'all think numbers prove the timelessness if, or the quality of the music? When was the last time you heard Stan? Yeah. I won't play Stan in the Quit with La Macarena. You'll be the first person in a month to play Stan. That's going to be my playlist. I'm going to make my own fucking playlist. I'm never going to owe me a check after this. It's going to be the Casita Nobody playlist. La Macarena and Stan. Hey, Macarena. Hi. 
guys are horrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else to talk about? Shit. Yeah, the, the fire in California. God damn, that fire is still burning, yo. We was talking about that fire like a year ago. Yeah, that shit messed up a lot of people. That fire is fucking shit up in Cali, yo. Why is there so many fires in Cali? It's hot. It dries dry, out like dry a shit. <laughs> dry it doesn't shit, rain. Don't rain. Don't rain as much. Why can't we put the fires out? Why can't they put the fires out? You gotta go over like a helicopter. That's just like it's not like over a building like over here in New York. That shit is widespread. That shit is. It should take a lot. Yeah. I heard. I heard Trump was pulling back funding to stop the fires. Piece yo, of shit. that motherfucker is crazy, <laughs> yeah. yo. But I just I don't understand like how these things happen every year. Why haven't we put more effort and funding into trying to figure out? How to fight these fires. It depends. I mean, number one, like, fires are part of the natural cycle. So they're supposed to happen. It's just that we're so accustomed to everything being static. So that's one thing. And then you have controlled fires. Um, they're supposed to happen. Just part of the natural. So, but, you know, but I don't remember fires being this bad when we were kids. No. It wasn't, that, you know? When they fucking... When they wildfires, when you can't control it, it's different. It's yeah. a different animal. I remember Smokey the Bear talking about not throwing matches in the woods. <laughs> but it seems like every year these People fires forgot, are yo, raging. I, when was the last time you saw Smokey the Bear? Years. <laughs> you think Smokey the Bear is a good quality uh, spokesman? Smokey's probably dead by now. <laughs> he died in the fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know? That motherfuckers didn't listen. <laughs> Only you they can... Burnt, oh, shit! They burnt out Smokey. <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying oh, to understand, shit. like, it seems like in the, over the last... 10 years or so. Like five years especially. Five years, yeah. It's These fires crazy. are like really out of control in California. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, what are we doing about it? Well, it's not just one. I mean, you have the fires, but it's also a reflection of just what's going on in the world. The global warming shit and, you know, dumping all kinds of crap in the water. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could choose to believe it or not, but those things don't happen in isolation. So the fires is one thing, but there's just a larger global scale thing that's happening too. I mean, species are dying out. You know, we're thinking we might have a 50 more years on the planet and then yeah, try to get to Mars. I'm just saying, like, I feel like we could do something about the fires, though. I, I feel like if we if 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 we put our energies into like really trying to like figure this thing out, we could do something about the fires. Understand too, California is fucking huge. Yes. So when the fires start out small, somewhere secluded where nobody knows about, that should take take a minute before it Malibu, picks up steam and it starts fucking. It's, it's already historic, too late. But for all the wrong Malibu's reasons. in flames right now. This morning, California on fire, blazing both ends of the state as crews work around the clock to fight back the flames. This is, uh... It feels like um, the Garden of Eden just turned into gates of hell. <sighs> the wildfire showing little yesterday. signs of this slowing is, down. This is the fire and brimstone that was like in the Bible. As anxious like, imagine the internet didn't exist and all you knew was your close area. Oh, you think the world this was is, ending? This is, yeah, this is Armageddon. This Donald is Trump it. is president. Yeah, <laughs> the world is, is ending. It. Yeah, if there was no internet, if you didn't know outside your fucking 100 mile radius, you thought that's it. This is the world. Well, what is like? What's the state of California trying to do for him? Like, I can't for me. And why? Can't the government call eminent eminent domain and move people out? Relocating everybody. That's all they could do. Relocate everybody. I don't know how they're gonna stop the fires. I don't know how they're gonna fucking contain it. That's just crazy. Four thousand fifty fire officials and first responders have deployed to to the campfire. Which caused eight point eight million in damage. I love why they always put the the cost in damage. <laughs> I guess I guess that's important in our society when lives are being lost. You gotta quickly gotta put behind that. Work. You know how much money it costs. But at least fifty two thousand people were forced to evacuate. Uh, officials estimated that six six thousand four hundred fifty three homes and two hundred and sixty commercial properties have been destroyed. I mean, I, I just yo, and this is happening in the same areas, or is it happening in like different? 
places in Northern shit California. Is spreading, yo. This shit is like Southern California. Wow. Wow. People are people are being displaced. Good luck. But late Friday, the local utility reported an outage moments before the wildfire ignited. Questions, confusion, and chaos as a Golden State smolders, even from space. Even the people and living away from the fires, they got to deal with all the smoke and shit. Yeah. All the, the low quality of air. It's all fucked up. It's crazy. Crazy. Yeah, I, I do want to give a special shout out. Um, you know, first of all, condolences to all the families that lost people in California. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was 25 victims as of yesterday. Um, I think we need to do something about it. Like, there needs to be some kind of like budget, budget appropriation or something. We should have had something lined up. This shit is crazy. I do want to give a special shout out, though. Um, um, this past week's election, um, we had some monumental. Um, Things happen. First Native American Congresswoman. That's yeah. uh, Representative Kevin Yonder. Wait, wait. She bested. No, Sharice Davids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad, Sharice. Ms. Davids, Congressman Davids. Um, Congressman Sharice Davids uh, made history. Um, she bested Kevin Yonder in uh, Kansas 3rd Congressional mm-hmm. District. Shout out to Kansas. 30, 38-year-old attorney and former MMA fighter. Wow. Nice. So you yeah, don't want to fuck with brolic. her. She was brolic. I saw the <laughs> was pictures. She? Yeah, she was flexing. She was throwing her bicep fucking. That's what's up. Nice. get a bill passed and yo, knock you the fuck out. matter, yo, because they would never let somebody like her in. Yeah. <laughs> if they voted in matters, yeah. She would never. She would if, if, if this system was under some kind of like control, mm-hmm. she would not be the person they would let in. I heard the, the governor or mayor in Kansas or Colorado. Damn, what the fuck it was? Somebody put that shit up. In Colorado was like the first gay... Well, hold that thought. Okay, yeah. <laughs> David, um, she's going to be the first o- openly LGBTQ yeah. member of, of Kansas congressional delegation. Uh, I also want to give a special shout out to the first Latina congresswoman from Texas. Mm-hmm. That's going to be uh, Veronica Escobar, a 49-year-old El Paso County judge. She's a new congresswoman in the 16th con- congressional district. Also, Democratic... Democrat Sylvia Garcia in the 29th district shares the same historic milestone. Um, I'm just reading up a Huffington Post. Um, also, want to shout out um, first Muslim woman in Congress. That's Ilian Omar. She's 37. She's um, House member from Minnesota's 5th congressional district. Um, shout out to them out there. Youngest woman elected to, to Congress, one of our own, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Hey. Hey. Yeah, hell yeah, from the Bronx. There you go. Shout out to um, Acasio, um, coming out from the Bronx. Um, you guys know her from early on this year. She kind of, I feel like she kind of like started this wave. Mm-hmm. You know, when she got elected, like I feel like a lot of people yeah. started to believe that the she, um, shit, yeah, that they, they, they can make it. She's you coming out of um, corporate corporation backing you. She's coming out of the 14th district in Manhattan. Shout out to her. Make sure you guys. Also, it's not even just about just electing these folks. You gotta. Because they're gonna need your help to get certain things passed, and they're gonna need people in their district to stay active and stay stay aware of what's going on. So shout out to Acasio. Yo, we love her here. Can I, let, me, let me throw a quick shout out. I don't know if you guys have heard about this dude, uh, Beto O'Rourke. Beto O'Rourke. Oh yes. Hold How on that thought, Beto. <laughs> Hold on that thought. First, first openly gay sheriff in Midwest, Dave Hutch Hutchinson, a 39 year old progressive. Uh, he's coming out of a Hennepin. Hennepin County, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry if I fucked that up. Um, um, Openly gay sheriff. And then the first Muslim woman in Congress, another one, uh, Rashida Talib, one of her race in Michigan's 13th congressional district. Shout out to Michigan. Um, 
first black woman to represent Massachusetts, Ayanna Presley, uh, 44, coming out of uh, the 7th District in Massachusetts. Shout out to her. Um, she's the one that spoke out against Brett Kavanaugh during the Supreme Court fight. First female governor of South Dakota, Representative Christy Noem, rep- Republican, is the first woman elected as South Dakota. All right, she's the first a woman re- elected as governor of South Dakota. Um, the first awesome. openly gay man elected to governor. This is going to be Jared Polis. He in won Colorado. in Colorado. Yeah. Yep. Yo, this is the story. This is what I was going to say before. In Colorado, remember that story that came out earlier this year that uh, a gay couple was trying to get a gay wedding cake made? Yeah. At a Colorado bakery? Yeah. And the baker denied them? Yeah. He denied a gay couple, and now the governor of Colorado is it's gay. gay. <laughs> Deal with it. That's that karma, yo. Yo, How funny is that shit? Deal with yo. it. Um, I want, want to shout out the first, another Native American congresswoman that's going to be Deb Halen. She won her race in New Mexico's first congressional district. Um, she joined Sharice Davis of Kansas, becoming the first um, two Native American women in Congress. Um, first black woman representing, representing um, Pennsylvania, Southwest Pennsylvania. Uh, this is going to be Summer Lee. Mm. Um, House District uh, 34, Summer Lee. She went out there. Um, almost done here. First Latina Congresswoman from Texas. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be... Sylvia Garcia coming out of Texas 29th Congressional District. Um, it was a long list here. I just wanted to make sure. I wanted to give everybody a shout out. So, um, yo, shout out to all those women. You were talking about Beto O'Rourke. Beto O'Rourke, man. Shout out to Beto O'Rourke, man. For, uh, I mean, he lost to Ted Cruz um, in Texas, but just the way he was getting people thinking and moving, and um, a lot of people see the loss that he had this this past election as a win, actually. Yeah, a lot of people talking about he can be he can be possibly the next president. Listen, you man. I hey, mean, did you hear the concession speech? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, he's. It's raw. It's also it, it's also riding that Obama wave, right? Like I think you know one of the things with Barack was that he wasn't catering to the old guard. Like he respected the tradition and he definitely had that, but he also understood that the country is still young and it's progressive, right? There's always this thing about catering to the old boys club or tradition, but tradition is like in this box. It's frozen in time. And Beto O'Rourke is speaking to to everybody, really. Um, so yeah, I mean, he quote unquote lost, but the loss is a win because it's like, hey, you know what? Since he's not going to be trapped up in Congress, this is a dude who can, you know, possibly with his energy and his ideas, you know, be a good candidate for uh, for the Oval Office. I think I think he's different from Obama in the sense that Obama was really polite, and I think I see. Uh, and Obama had to be polite. I mean, I'm not trying to throw right, shade no, at him. Yeah, I, I get it. You yeah. know, we all understand why Obama. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, carried himself the way he carried he himself, to. being the first black person in the presidency. Um, but I feel like Beto O'Rourke is what we need right now as far as, like, somebody who's not going to be polite. You know, I kind of like the idea, you know, when he dropped the F-bomb during the concession speech. Shout out to YouTube for fucking up my uh, thing here. But <laughs> when he dropped the F-bomb concession speech, I feel like we need that. We need a president that's going to lean. You know what I mean? We don't need somebody who's going to be talking about, oh, you know, coming to get. No, lean, lean. You know, because on the right side is racism right now. It's right. racism and sexism. It's it's nationalism. It's it's white nationalism. It's white supremacy. So we don't need you working across the aisles. Not until we can get rid of some some of the stuff over there. You know, when Republicans can clean their house out, then we let them allow them back in. You know what I mean? Right now, Republicans are looking wild, crazy, and quite frankly, 
Democrats. Some of the Democrats are looking wild crazy too. Oh, yeah. We need to clean some of the people out of our house too. Yeah, agreed. So agreed. there needs to be a lean in the party for him so he can be a, a beacon to push out some of these other older Democrats that might not be part of the, the new movement. Really great teams over the years. This is better overall concession speech. That I got to be part of one that came out of this community. And for the last 22 months, has been traveling every single county of Texas. And that's what you're supposed to do, too. He went to every county. You know what I'm saying? Spoke to every voter. He turned a lot of counties that used to vote red blue. That's why I mean, I'm really questioning how he lost, by the way. Well, <laughs> that's a that's I'm a really that's a nationwide conversation. Yeah, the way that I feel that's a nationwide Texas. conversation. Republicans got their skirts pulled up this election because there's a lot of like voter suppression going on, a lot of cheating going on, a lot of stuff in the gray, a lot of stuff's not yeah, a lot of votes being found on the side of the road. <laughs> and to see all of you tonight reminds me why we set out to do this in the first place. We're not about if he runs for president, he can win. Anybody. He could do it. He can beat Donald Trump. What the next? Yeah, the next election. This, this guy, this, this guy, this twenty twenty, he can do it. I'm not saying he will. But he, he needs. Can do it. He needs him and Kamala Harris. He needs Kamala Harris as VP. It's doable. Because the thing with Beto O'Rourke and with a lot of other people, like where's he from? Texas. Texas. He's from Texas. Just because you, just because you play hard, doesn't mean you people. have to play dirty. Mm-hmm. And you could be smart while playing hard. You know what I'm saying? Like there's this idea of oh I'm gonna you know I'm gonna play hardball. Oh, he's the dude that lost in Texas, right? Who, quote unquote he, lost. Yeah, anywhere else. Still don't in know the country, how he lost. He would have won. <laughs> Yo, saying. listen. But that's how strong Texas is too. That's they, how strong Texas cheats. Yo, it was a lot of people lined up to vote in Texas for him, to, and he lost. So the numbers are so close. Who's voting for Ted Cruz? Come on, bro. Come, yo, come on, bro. Come on. Mother. <laughs> Yo, it's like the commercial. Ted. Ted. His own kids probably didn't vote for him. Probably not. Come on, y'all. That's why I don't believe it, man. I don't think he really lost. Something's going on in Texas. But Sometimes a loss is a win. Shout out to Beto Rock. You know who I was wanted to give a, a special um, shout out to? Andrew. The, um, Andrew Gillum. Andrew Gillum and, and Stacey Abrams. I'm going to come back to them. But the, the, the woman in Georgia... Um, who just picked up a congressional seat? Her son was the one that got shot in the in the gas station. You remember a couple of years ago, a uh, person was playing loud music, and her son got and the, the, the uh, person kid was playing loud music. Guy gets him to tell the kid to turn the music off, yeah, and yeah, then he goes yeah. back to his car, pulls a gun out, and shoots yeah. the kids in the car. You know what I'm saying? Holy yeah, I remember. It happened two years in the gas station. So the mom of that ran for a congressional seat in her district in in, in, uh, in Georgia. Right. Um. I'm gonna see if I could um find it for you guys, and she won on Tuesday too, which just really goes to show you um what Trump and his whole wave is really doing to people out, wow. out in this rural community. That's fucking crazy. I'm see if I can pull her name up so I can pay her proper respect here. Georgia gun violence. Um, everybody knows was it Lucy McBath? I think her name was. Okay. Black woman. Um, let me just make sure here before I, I believe it's her. Just uh, check here. But yeah, if you guys remember, she was the one that, um, you know, her son her son was murdered, gunned down by that guy. And I think he did get found guilty, so he didn't get off on it. Um, At least. Yeah, so Lucy McBath, she just won her seat. Um, Georgia Democrat challenger Lucy McBath defeated Republican, Republican Representative Karen Handel 
to be elected to Congress. He won Georgia's sixth congressional district. Um, they had to do a recount. So what I'm thinking is, I think because of all this conversation about recounts, in doing the recounts in some of these um, districts, these Republicans that thought they won mm-hmm. didn't. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a lot of like heavy cheating going on in Georgia and in, in, in Florida. They find you know in finding these ba- mm-hmm. ballots that were discarded and yeah, I and, saw I saw a couple of posts in Georgia where like a normally uh, a voting station a voting place will have like 10, 15 machines. Right. They only mm-hmm. had like two. Wow. So the lines will build up and discourage people to not right. wait in lines to, to to vote. Right. Yeah, there was a lot of that shit going on. So Michael Dunn was the name of the person that killed her son. Um, her son, her son was murdered in 2012. Um, Jordan Davis, that was the name. So um, her son was named. Son name is Jordan Davis. He was gunned down by Michael Dunn at a gas station, at a after an argument. In, um, uh, after an argument in over playing loud music. So she went ahead and ran, and that's what's up too, because like. Not only did she make a difference, yeah. Yeah, like she, she followed, yep. he was convicted for first degree murder and he was sentenced. But she also said it wasn't enough and she went she out and said, Yeah, she you wasn't know, gonna sit down and let shit keep happening to other families. And she change it for up. all the other she families. She wants to fucking make the change herself. That's what's up. So I definitely wanted to give a shout out to her once again. That's Lucy McBath. Shout out to Lucy McBath. Mm-hmm. Um, she's gonna be an uh, up and coming congressman in in the next opening congress in January. And yo, listen, if I'm if I'm the president right now, I'm nervous. Shit, he gotta be. Well, I'm he's nervous. playing it fucking cool. Not even nah, playing it cool. He's nah. just playing it dumb like shit don't phase him. Yo, because yo, the, the he, because you know, it's not just like regular Democrats that are coming in that are getting elected. These are like not even the never Republicans. Ran. Even the Republicans coming in now, they see the bullshit he's doing. Yeah. They're not with that shit. If I'm Trump, I'm super nervous. So did you did you hear about um what happened with Jim Acosta at the White House? No. So a couple oh, days. Oh, this is the the press the press conference. Press conference. The yeah, White yeah, House. Yeah. The White House bans uh, Jim Acosta because he sent uh, Acosta saying that he uh, assaulted the woman. But they but, twisted it. Yeah. Yeah. They they, they doctored the video, mm-hmm. which I think is like totally Last like yo. Yeah. Like, like you're you're the White House. Shit, you're doctoring yo. videos, bro. You know what I mean? So I'm gonna show you. Let me see if I can play this for you guys real quick. Uh, the statements that you made in the, the fucking president the literally throws a tantrum uh, in, in the midterms. That here, this, here we go. That well, uh, if you don't mind, Mr. President, he's throwing a tantrum at a press yeah, conference. He's upset. He can't. He can't stay still. This is the president. As you know, Mr. President, the caravan was not an invasion. It's a. It's a, a group of migrants moving up from Central America towards the border with the U.S. Thank you for telling and me that. Uh, why, why did you? Why did such you characterize troll, it bro. as such? Uh, because I consider it an invasion. You and I have a difference of opinion. But do you think that you demonized immigrants not in this election no, to try to keep... Them, I want them to come into the country, but they have to come in legally. You know, they have to come in, Jim, through a process. I want it to be a process. And I want people to come in, and we need the people. You your, know, campaign, wait, your campaign... Wait, wait. You know why we need the people, don't you? Because we have hundreds of companies moving in. We need the people. Right. But your campaign had an ad showing migrants climbing over walls and well, so on. Well, that's true. It poured, it, but they it, weren't actors. They're not going to be doing they that. They weren't actors. Well, no, it's true. Do you think they were actors? They weren't actors. They didn't come from Hollywood. Right. What the fuck these are you talking about, These were yo? people. This was an actual... Yeah, he's a massive you know, deceiver. It happened a few days ago. 
And uh, they're hundreds of miles this away. This is the president at the White House on Wednesday. A few days ago, when a white man shot up a fucking I think a bar in L.A. The country, you run CNN. I don't think he saw that one. Yeah, well, he, he ignored that whole fact, right? Nobody didn't ask him about that. Mr. President, if I may ask one other question, are you worried? That's enough. So now, so now the intern is trying to take away Acosta's mic, and then she grabs the mic from him. That's enough, Mr. President. How do you try to grab the mic from him? Like, who is this person? Yo, it's a press conference. Yeah, the press is supposed to. Ask questions. questions, yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yo, how do you, you want to make a statement, go to a room, put a camera in front of your face, and talk for an hour? Yo, and he walks away. But if you're in a press conference, you're he supposed to answer Mr. the questions President, that the press is asking. What, CNN should what? be ashamed of He's itself. He's throwing tantrums, yo. It's a giant them. baby. You are a rude, terrible person. You shouldn't be working This is my favorite part, though. When he Joining shits on this dude and they give it, they give the mic to the other dude and he's like, well, let me just say I've worked with this man for 10 years. He's been nothing but a gentleman and I got mad respect for him. Well, I'm not a big fan of you either. Like, he's just gonna shit on anybody that don't agree with him. Hey man, at least at least he's out in the open now, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, he's he's always been out in the open though. I think you think he's falling apart. Um, I think uh, it depends how you define it. I think he's pushing. He's doubling down. You know, like Barack Obama said something interesting. He's he was like, doubling down. He was like, "Yo, he's like back in the day when a politician would lie to you and they got caught, they were like, ah, you know what? <sighs> you got me. You got me. All right, I was lying." Like now we're in an era where you catch somebody in the lie and they just keep on lying. No, 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 no that's fake news. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They just go deeper into it. And so I don't think he's breaking down. I mean, if he's breaking down, it might be an ego kind of breakdown. But he's doubling down. B. He's just lying harder, lying mm-hmm. more, and he's it's bullying tactics. Before I could tell you something and you'd back up. Now you asking more, you digging? Oh no, I'm gonna get even harder. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I think. That's what we're seeing. He's being brazen with it. So. Yo, I don't. They try to dox the video. What, what, what the fuck is the White House doing, yo? What, what's going on? <laughs> what's <baby>? going? <laughs> what the fuck? Yo, I'm looking for that clip though. Um, for afterwards, when he tells them, I don't like you. Uh. <laughs> and, and you know, you know what, you know what's we, we got to be careful with when I think about it too. To not get too caught up in the entertainment aspect of it, because mm. we do realize it's a problem. But instead of, like, the, the big question is, what's he going to do next? Instead of, yo, what are we going to do about this? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we get so caught up on the entertainment part of it, like, we can't wait to see what kind of craziness he's well, going to do well, next. Well, what we're doing about it is showing up to vote. That's a start. In midterms. And that's, that's, that's a huge we start. Need, we need to run. I know we, we were talking about um, community board meetings. Right. Really making an effort to show up to the community board meetings. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been trying, you know, going to the show, showing up to VA meeting, VFW meetings and stuff like that. But we need to get more involved. I, it's it's out there, right? Yeah. We have we have a podcast, right? We got time for the most part. Some of us, you know, go out there and see what it is. You know, yeah, put I'm a bid in, run for office. Meeting. Next meeting in my hood is uh, Tuesday. I'm there. Fuck it, why not? If Donald Trump prove anything, yo, listen, the game has changed. If you wanna, if you're in your community and you feel like yo things are messed up or you don't like the way things are going. You go change. out there and run. Yeah. You know, right. you saw what um, Mc, um, Congressman McBath did. You know, she her son, her son was murdering, murdered Jordan Davis. She probably didn't have no prior experience. No experience, exactly. Yeah. And just said, you know what? My son was murdered, and I want to make sure bullshit. this doesn't happen to anybody yeah. else. So I'm going to Congress. And I, I, I can guarantee you she won't take no NRA money. Mm-hmm. i tell you that. Yeah, hell yeah, right? You know, you ain't got to worry about that. get people like that in the door. We need more people like her to come into Congress because we need to get money out of politics. 
Yeah. You know, and we're not going to be able to get money out of politics unless we get people out. Like Ocasio, too. Uh, Ocasio, people that, that. Yeah. people that would vote against money in politics. You know, the idea that you're going to convince your politicians that are in now profiting from money in politics to that's vote against it like, is not going to happen. I feel like Hillary Clinton wasn't the guaranteed bet because a lot of people saw how she had her hand with the bankers and shit after the recession. Like, the money was going to stay in politics with her. Money, they, I feel like, when they when they shitted on Bernie, mm-hmm. yeah, Bernie yo. had it, yo, and it's like his own party turned against him. Yeah, yeah, and they rigged that shit. They rigged that shit so Hillary could win. And yo, the Democratic Party, I think, really made a bad decision mm-hmm. with Bernie. Oh yeah, and I think Hillary, I don't, I didn't see Hillary winning. People didn't like her. I don't know why, but people didn't like Hillary. People, people didn't like Hillary like 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 they knew her personally, mm-hmm. like. People like would be so disgusted from Hillary. I'd be like, dude, did you go to school with her? Like, what's, <laughs> well, well, what's going on? Well, it, 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 it goes back to what you were saying before, right? About how a lot of the people who who made it and who didn't make it, right? So everybody that you were shouted out on today's podcast, people, it's people from the streets. You can't have somebody who's not in the same struggle as you, who's gonna now tell you how you gonna live your life, right? Because they, they 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 got their money, they got their hands in other people's pockets. They have yeah. other outside interests. They see things from a, from a distance. You want somebody who's going through your struggle, who lives on your block, that you can see is like, yo, listen, this is what's going on. This is yeah, happening. Relate to right. You know, like otherwise to, to them it's just it's just numbers. It's just numbers and who fattens up my pocket. And from a business perspective, you can't blame them. So yeah, we need people who are in the neighborhood who have a real deal investment in what's going on. Right, I agree, and that's the only way we're gonna be able to bring about change. We need we less people, less Harvard, less Harvard, and more Main Street, more more Forty Second Street, more South Jamaica, more South Bronx, more Elmhurst, more Bayside. You know what I mean? Yeah. Less people coming in from out of town that we've never seen before. Yeah, I feel like if, out of town coming here to f- try to run. Shit. From, yeah, if you live in it, if you're if you, if you just moved to Brooklyn five years ago when we first started popping, you are not a New Yorker. All right, <laughs> you're not a New Yorker unless you was born in New York, yo. Like, unless you went clear, yo. to high school, junior high, no, no, no. you know what I'm saying? You had you to have to born. come out of born. pussy in in oh. the five boroughs <laughs> to be a New Yorker. That's the only nah, way. What I'm if you're born you. out here then you moved though? Yeah, you're not a New Yorker, so you're you tr- moved to New York. What if you're the children of immigrants and you came here like when you were three? Then you uh, immigrant that moved to New York. <laughs> nah, nah. I, I, if you did, if you went to school here, if you do like. You know, secondary school, you know, K to 5 and 5 right, to 12. I'll give you high school. You move here before the age of 10 and you live here now, I'll give you that. I give you, if you move here before the age of 15, no. i give you that. No. Nah. Your adolescence. Uh, 13, no, 13. Your adolescence 13. into your teenage years. I say 17, 17 spend, and back. If you spend that time in New York, I'll give you that. I say 17 and younger. No. Yeah, I'm, 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 no, it depends. People, people graduate high school at 17 and move to New York. Okay, I'm but not you, calling them a New Yorker. Yeah, but graduation is something external. That's not about your life experience. You're still a kid. I mean, you graduated. You're smart in the book sense. That adolescence, teen, those teenage years, yo, yeah. the, the, those are the years that mold you. Sure, of course. So, so being if 17, you experience it in New York, I'll right. give you a little bit. Okay. Yeah. As I say, if you were here from eighth grade and before. You gotta be. Yeah, you have to. You have to have done. I say ten eight, and younger. So eighth grade. grade. I okay. say ten and younger. I'm not giving you eighth grade. You, wow. You, no. Wow. You're not giving junior high school. No, you're not a New Yorker. You moved to New York. You had a life prior to New York. A New Yorker. Mm. New York is your life. Uh, <laughs> 
Yo, I feel like I feel like Red is gonna come in next week with a with a with a two page. New York cape, yo, fuck out of here. Nah, he's gonna come in with a with a with a two page talking about you fired. Donald Trump, unfortunately, is a New Yorker. He is Queens, yeah. His mom still lives he, in that I'm, state. We're sorry, y'all. He's I'm one of ours. Yo, unfortunately, <laughs> he's one of ours. We're sorry. <laughs> I definitely would have gave that motherfucker wedgies he, in that private school. His father used to own the buildings on Hillside. That's how, that's how they made their money. Yeah. So, sorry, folks. But, yo, so Jim Acosta right, is, is banned from the White House. He can't go back. And um, that's all we got for politics this week. Moving on from that. Yeah. That shit is depressing. <laughs> Hope you voted. <laughs> yo, the Joe Biden, the, the Joe Biden shit is, is sold out. Can't get, can't go to that. Uh, I told you about that, yo. Uh, yeah, yo, like that's, yo. Can we have that convo? Yeah, go ahead. How I've been a Joe Budden fan since he was rapping, and I was always trying to put you on, and you were always like, "Man, fuck him, yo. I ain't listening." Yeah, to I that wasn't shit. a fan of Joe Budden rap. <laughs> I, I remember I, I tried to put Joe on to Moon Music, and when he was like, "Nah, I don't got time for that shit," I was like, "You know what? It's not for you. You ain't gone through enough shit yet. You ain't you ain't gonna appreciate this shit till you older." I did. I did appreciate it years later. <laughs> You know, Joe Joe has a very unorthodox approach to music, you know. And I you know, during the time when he came out, he had a lot of competition. Yeah. G Unit was out. It was yeah, absolutely. Fifty J had just dropped. Dipset was out. Dipset heavy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was a lot of the shit. The locks going was on. heavy with D block. It was a lot of Sorry. shit going on. But I love media Joe though. That's that was my point I was going to. It was like I've been to mad Joe Bunny shows and I was able to sometimes cop tickets the night of. But now with this podcast shit he's doing, the live podcast. Shit sold out in like two days. Shit sold out in two days. This motherfucker texting me like, yo, you want to go to the show? I'm like, nah. Money's See, tight. if you would have said yes, I would have bought it. Ah, oh, but that's different. See? I was like, You're nah, the reason why I'm not tight. going right now. Because well, when I hit you, I had I had it in the car. I'm a bigger Joe rapper fan. See, I'm a pussy. I just went by myself. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been to all his shows by myself. Dolo, B. I'm a fan of the rapper. I understand he translated. He pivoted great. His pivot was amazing. And now the fans he has now as a podcaster is huge. Mm-hmm. He even said it in his own shit. He was like, I have never been a part of something that sells this fast. That's a the fact. podcast show. I could co-sign that one. Oh, yo, I give him mad props that he stuck to it. Would you call would you call and him a sellout? Like selling. Nah, because he's doing it his own way. Okay. Everything he's doing is by his accord. He's not letting no outside force dictate. Yeah, what his he platform. Wants to do. He, you know, when people call him, he does the shit on Spotify. That yeah. shit with Revolt. He negotiated that shit with Diddy. He chose his co-hosts. He chose Remy Ma, Jinx, and Scotty Bean. And he's so making sure they get paid too. He dictated all that shit, and he makes sure he's getting all the royalties, all the creative shit. He he's on top of his shit, right? Because he learned all the mistakes back when he was rapper Joe. Right. Like how the fucking industry will rape you and take advantage of you. Right. He said that's not happening to me again. Not in a different fucking era. So, um, what do you guys think about uh, Michelle Obama talking about that she had to use IVF to conceive her daughters? Did you guys hear about that? Um, no. For those of you that don't know what IVF is, is in, it's in vitro. Mm-hmm. It's when women can't ha- conceive kids. She has twins, right? No, no, no. no, no. She Malia she and... Uh... No, because I know twins is like a high... There's a higher ratio. There's a higher percentage of you having twins if you go through that. Yeah, oh, okay. No, she. Um, I think she used it for both her, both her daughters. Okay. Yeah, she came out the other day. Um, she has a a book coming out. Yeah. Oh, that's big. I didn't. Yeah. Know that. She has a book coming out, and she's talking basically talking about like she doesn't forgive Trump during Trump. during the time period where Trump was talking about uh, check for Obama's uh, oh birth certificate birth certificates. Yeah. <coughs> you know, I mean, you know what? I'm cool with it. I think it's great. 
you know, it humanizes her. Uh, you know, a lot of times you see somebody who's in a position, especially if they're in a political position, but yeah. any celebrity of, of some sort, and you forget that there's still real people at the end of the day. Like, Absolutely, yeah. I mean, that, that again, it was super dope for her, you know, being the first lady to come out and say something so personal, especially the way people look at Michelle Obama as being, like, like, like perfect. Like, you know, she can't do no wrong. And, I mean, she can't do no wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, shout out to Michelle and uh, the Obama family, uh, you know, I think people definitely appreciate that personal look into your life. And it goes back to what we were talking about before about like building that overall persona. Like even if you're doing one thing, you got to hit multiple areas just to build that total brand these days. Well, she's only saying that because she's selling the book. She's selling the book, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, <laughs> to her benefit, I'm not mad at that. But but if but if the book was just like, hey, you know, I was from the South Side of Chicago and then it was just all roses and peachy, you know what I'm saying? And it's not a real... Well, I'm pretty sure she would have had that in the book, so why bring it out now if it was going to be in the book? Um, I mean, I think as people get older... She's selling the book. Sure, sure. She's in promo mode. I'm not mad at that. She's on the book tour. I'm not mad at that. Get, get, that, get that money. So, get it. <laughs> in, uh, in, in other news, Vito Morgerson, Vigo Mortensen, uh-huh. um, in Green Book, mm-hmm. he says... Uh, Vito Morgerson says... For instance, no one says nigger anymore, and he got in trouble for using the N-word. Um, he apologized for using a racial slur during a panel for his newest movie, Green right. um, Green Book. Mm-hmm. And then if you guys haven't heard, Green Book is coming out. It's a movie with Marsha Ali. Well, I guess v- Vito is his driver, right. and Marsha Ali is a rich businessman. Mm-hmm. And Green Book is a book from the 60s that black people had wrote because as you had to like navigate through the South, you had to know where you could stop. Because every every place wasn't friendly, and not even just the south, even in the north. Sure. Because it wasn't just as a Jim Crow south, you know. Right. So people back people to Green Book, and people talk about the Green Book should come back, you know, because especially in, in Trump country, you know, you gotta know where you can stop and where you I can't stop. Shit is scary. It should be like a hip hop Green Book, you know what I <laughs> mean? So you know where where anything Gucci. But how you guys feel about Vito using the N word? Oh, he used it in the movie, or at no? He used it at a panel. Referencing like yo, nobody says the word nigga anymore. Mm. I feel like some white people just like totally obsessed with finding the first opportunity to say nigga. Like <laughs> they just yeah, want to get away with saying it. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yo, yeah. come on, man, you yeah. you old man. I mean, is he saying it? Like I don't give a fuck. You don't want you know him he, saying it at all. Period. You don't want them saying it at all. No. All right. Sit your ass down. No. I, you know, and, and I, I agree with Joe on this. And I'm and I'm normally somebody who's like, ah, well, I'll try to. Mm-hmm. It's like a sneak this. Okay, yeah, right. On, you, you're trying to fuck out of here. Certain things, certain things don't necessarily need to be intellectualized because they cut it too visceral a level. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's like, that's like somebody saying something that is foul, and you're, but it's a fact, and it's like, yeah, it's a fact, but you know that shit is foul, bro. Mm-hmm. Like we don't talk about X. Mm-hmm. So for him to try to say, well, because his position is like, oh, well, it was from an intellectual point of view. It's like, but you're smarter than that. He should have known. Better. You know better. Yeah. You know, um, it's it's no different. And I think there was that clip that we had from, uh, oh, man, what's his face? You know who I'm talking about. <sighs> Jeez. When, when it comes to me, the author, the, bla- the black author, Ta-Nehisi Coates. Ta-Nehisi Coates. Right. And he talked about pretty much why white people have this uncomfortable relationship, but this refusal to just accept why black people are uncomfortable with them using the N-word in any context, mm. right? Even to have to say N-word means that there's an understanding of its power. Don't right? even talk about it. Right? To call it N-word. 
let it go. Right. Why? Why is there this? This. Whole why are we having this conversation? conversation? Yeah. Well, yeah. I was gonna say, did somebody ask him about it? Like, why? Maybe why they did. did. Just be like, yeah, I don't know. I can't speak on those things. But, but in, there's a lot of things I don't speak on. You know what yeah. I mean? It's not my place. Right. In, in, in what context does it come up that you had to use the word? Mm. You know, like for instance, no, no matter how upset I am with my lady, I've got to understand. The minute I throw the B word out there, it changes the complexion of it. Mm-hmm. I can't be, I was upset, or you, you, you say that with your homegirls. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know what I meant. No, 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 no. Yeah. You understand. You cut at a visceral level. You, you, you wanted to sneak this, that one. You want to see if you get away with it. Mm-hmm. You didn't know if you were going to be checked. Um, and, and Nobody checked them at the panel? Because I'm guessing this movie well, was about Well, him apologizing... Yeah, is, is sure. Yeah, apologize right away, or the, yeah, were they other black? Were they black people on the panel? He's, doing like, he's at a panel crazy? for Green Book, a, a movie. About what I'm a, saying, was there people there that checked him immediately, or this uh, was like backlash that he got afterwards with people might throwing be both. shit in his mentions? Yeah, I'm sure it, it was both. both. I mean, the article okay. didn't go into details about you know what happened at the panel, but I'm sure people in the room looked at him like, yo, because he said he apologized immediately after. Oh, yeah? You know right. what I mean? Oh, wow. Like, like for instance, for instance, um, you know, to, to be mindful. There's this there's this thing where some women have this uh, fetishization of you, if you will, for gay guys, right? They love to hang around uh, gay men. They find it attractive, whatever, whatever. And it's not really from a romantic thing, but it's like cool. Mm-hmm. And so that f word, right? You know, mm-hmm. like you know the okay. f hag, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You could you could fill in the blank. I'm not somebody who's gay. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it in a bad way. It's just what it is. So. For me to feel comfortable saying, oh, you know, you must be a, uh-huh. Yeah. It's like, well, wait wait a minute. Do you have agency to that? Yeah, yeah. You know, like, yeah, I guess that's the term. But why are, you, why are you so comfortable saying that? You understand the power that it has. If you were gay, if you were of that set, there are people of that. It's the same thing with the N-word, right? It has so much weight behind it that even we as black people struggle with using it. Mm-hmm. Right? We still have to clarify context. Yo, do you know me like that? da 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 so when somebody who's not black uses that language, how do you expect it to be taken, mm. right? Even at, even at work, you go to work, you understand the self censor. You might get super tight with your boss. You might have certain people. You might have certain people who come up to you. Your boss asks you to do something. There's a difference between saying, "Hey, excuse me, sir, I can't do it. I got a little bit on my plate." Blessed da 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 versus, "Huh, not not now. You know, don't waste my time." Yeah, yeah. yeah. You understand this context. You can self censor. Mm-hmm. So. You know, long story short, I don't, I'm glad he said it only because it's one of those things that it starts the conversation up and do I think, do I think somebody like that is a burn across on your lawn racist? Maybe not, but it's one of those things sometimes where it's like, you might be getting a little too comfortable, fam. Mm. And <laughs> Way too comfortable. <laughs> you might be getting a little, you know? Sort of like the same thing with Hillary the other week that Charlamagne was talking about. You know, <laughs> we took the donkey today shit. Yeah, right. Where, you know, nah, too comfortable, B. Yeah, a little too comfortable, too brother. Too comfortable, too comfortable. You know? Uh... I do want to, um, so a Trump fan convicted of an anti-Muslim terror plot tells a judge to consider the rhetoric that Trump has been saying as one of the reasons why he decided to do what he decided to do. So he tells a judge that, you know, he only learned about um, Islam from conservative right uh, uh, radio hosts, and and a lot of what a lot of the energy that's coming behind it is coming from the Trump administration, whatever. Right now, not coming from the Trump administration, but coming from his his you know MAGA stance. Mm-hmm. So my my question is like, yo, what's gonna happen? Like, 
you know, when more, I mean, because we all know that the people, they're trying to, they're not saying it, right? Like, when you talk about terrorism, the fact that all these white men have been killing random people and blowing things up at a, at higher than normal rates, right? Right now, white white males, Don Lemon got in trouble, trouble the other day for saying that white males are the number one terrorists in the U.S. right now, and... Why did he get in trouble for stating facts? Oh, yeah, well, you know why he got in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> we know why he got in trouble. <laughs> Step asking questions you don't want to answer to. <laughs> no, but, you know, so my thing is just like... Hey, man, with the shit that just happened in Cali, yo, that California shooter. Yeah, exactly. Yo, there was a... I read an article from the New York Times. There was a victim in that California in that California bar, that shooting that just happened. That got away from the Vegas shooting. He was in the Vegas shooting. And survived that one. Survived the Vegas shooting, ended and got, up dying. In another in state, shooting. bro. That's crazy. In another state, in another sucks. mass shooting. Right. How fucking crazy is that, yo? You have a greater chance of being in a what mass shooting. What type of life is that, that, you, that you're involved in two mass shootings? You know what I mean? But, yo, you have a greater chance of being in a mass shooting sick. now than you do winning the Mega Ball. And I think that's the issue. Yeah, it's, it's not just about him as an individual. It's about the state of the country that we're in. We're mass shootings now. You believe that? Nuts, yo. There's a greater chance of you being in a mass shooting than winning the mega I couldn't ball. believe that stat, yo. That's, f- that's phenomenal, <laughs> man. That's sad. That's crazy. It's dangerous. It's it all is con- sad as fuck, yo. Yo. <laughs> I remember waking up the morning up. I turned the news on in the morning before going to work, and I was like, yo, is this shit for real? Another fucking mass shooting? You don't tell me any time. On a Wednesday night? Like... I mean, if you, you, you can't put, go nowhere, yo. You can't have a good time anywhere. For those of you at work, white, black, or brown, every time a white man get upset at work and, and storm out, y'all ain't going by the window like, yo, hold up, where you going? If, if you're a white person, you worry too. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah you at the window too. Like, oh, where's uh, where's Tommy going there? Yo, bullets don't discriminate. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so let's really? let's let's keep it a hundred. There's a, there's there's an issue. There's a problem going on right now, and. And yo, I don't want to hear that shit. Guns don't kill people. People kill people. Bullshit, right now. Well, it, it is true. It's absolutely true. But there's a lot of people killing people with guns, and and these guns are high powered at an alarming rate. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And heavily modified. So yeah, I mean, gun gun control, gun legislation definitely is part of the conversation. But I don't know if you you guys know Sean King, right? Yes. yes. And Sean King said that a lot of what's going on is is rooted in white toxic masculinity. That a lot of what's going on is pretty much white men feeling that they're losing their status and they're being challenged. That's the problem, though. And it's like, yo, just because other people come up, we're not taking nothing away from what you have already, yo. That's the problem with the fucking the dialogue or the narrative that's being painted. I agree with that. But you can't you can't fix that. Like, we're not going to fix racism, bro. Like, you, 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 white people have to fix racism on their own. Like, we're not going to fix racism. You know what I mean? What you can do now is is pad the room up a little bit. So, so when little Johnny starts to lose his damn mind, he doesn't kill everybody in there with him. Yo, what did I say a long time ago, yo? With these mass shootings, lock up the parents, yo. Lock up the, the closest family members, yo. Just so at least future mass shooters will think twice. You know why you can't like, say that? damn, I can't fucking... Sometimes in these families, it don't be the whole family. It be one be person. Yo. And sometimes, you know, and sometimes... You know, some of you guys have racists sitting at your dinner tables, and y'all not saying nothing. And you you know what they're saying is fucked up, and you're just letting it slide. Like, and it's, it's not only white people, you know, it's everybody. You know, mm-hmm. people saying shit at the dinner table or whatever, and everybody's, you know, you give, you give that uncomfortable laugh. Ha, 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 ha. But you know what the fuck? Whether it's racism or sexism or a motherfucker saying something real creepy, mm-hmm. you feel me? And you're just like, ha, ha, ha. And you're like, oh, fuck. You feel me? So it's not, I can't put it on the whole family. But there's an issue. 
is an issue. And until we figure out that issue, you know, we get to, we need to get some guns off the street. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying like gun laws. These are these he are legal had, guns. He didn't even have nothing crazy, right? Well, he had a he had a pistol. With he had like a modified the pistol extended, the extended with extended clip. Oof. I mean, these are legal guns. These right. aren't illegal guns. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's not even a question. I don't yeah. even think it's a question of gun laws. I think we need to start hitting gun manufacturers and be like, yo, what the fuck are you making? You know, there's ways like there's things, um, you know, as far as like uh, handprint, the registration for your hand. When you, when you, when, these weapons are legal. That's the, that's yeah. the issue. It don't matter. It don't matter. Because well, yeah. everything, they, the guns that they're using are registered legal. and perfectly a legal. Them, a lot of the high school kids shootings, well, the kids that were murdered in their schools was because they got their legal guns from their parents. And you know what the other conversation about having about this thing? These are all happening in affluent neighborhoods. This is not happening in the hood. Yeah, this is not happening in the hood where they oh, put yeah. metal detectors in, in schools. the fucking schools right. yeah. to protect the kids. A- absolutely. They got to put metal detectors in all the schools they, now. They put metal detectors in schools. They put cops in the hallways. Yep. Right. You know what I'm saying? And they criminalize our kids. Only in the True. hood. Only in the hood. But these shootings, but these the mass shootings are not happening shooting in the up hood. the suburbs, so they look the other way. And I'm not saying the hood doesn't experience gun violence. But it's at a different level. You know, yeah. somebody gets shot in the hood is motherfucker owes somebody some money. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or um, somebody did somebody dirty. You know what I mean? It's not, it's very rare you hear somebody do a, a, a just a, I'm not just saying it doesn't random, happen. A I mean, random innocent shooting. bystanders get, get hit. Sh- innocent bystanders get shit, hit. Over that but, bullshit, but it's not, it hasn't been for just some random, I'm going to walk up in here and just start shooting. Not since I've been alive. Yeah. Right. You know? Right. So that conversation is not being had. You know, this is happening in affluent neighborhoods. These, these, this is happening in neighborhoods that you would normally want to move to. Yeah, these are like the suburban areas. You know, and it brings a greater question. Upper, middle class, high, whatever. High Where class, are we moving to? Yeah. When we say that we're, you know, when we get a little bit of money and we become obsessed with trying to move into a quote unquote better neighborhood, what is this better neighborhood yeah. we're moving into? You know what I mean? Where are we sending our kids? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Ultimately... And it's like, yo, when are we going to have that conversation? You know, the hood has its issues, and there are things that we can fix. Things that can be fixed by us showing up to vote, by us staying on top of our politicians. You know, because we've seen what happened in Williamsburg when, when, when you introduced a little bit of money and started giving people small business loans. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So changing, like, controllers and, and really, you know, supporting local banks that support you and shit like that. Yeah. Because moving into these affluent neighborhoods might not be the best thing for us as a community. Period. I mean, for our, for our kids to deal with it's racism crazy, at school, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and deal with being the outsider in in, in groups and stuff like that, and the, the names and stuff that comes with that, and then not having teachers that don't see them as people, you know what I'm saying, because their names either end up with Gonzalez or first name is 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 the skin's a little darker or their eyes are, are a little different from everybody else or whatever. Right. You feel me? Or their religion is different, or you know, are you looking at fucking parents? That don't treat your kids the same as everybody else's. It's mm-hmm. like, what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why are you moving to these neighborhoods just to say your house is worth more than everybody else's? Come on, B. Come on. Shit don't make no fucking sense. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, we ended on that, yo. Fuck is we doing? But we didn't yo. talk about the porn. Oh, we didn't talk about the porn. <laughs> oh man. You know what's funny about that? You know, you, you, you know what I like about that? <laughs> nah. Only the, the only guy that's that's hitched at the table remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> right. Clean that up real quick. 
I was just trying to keep sure. talking to you guys. Shit up. Yeah, we can wrap yeah, this yeah. shit up. I'll talk to y'all next week about the porn, yo. It really don't matter. Porn no, ain't going go, nowhere. We can cover porn. That's yeah, the dope listen. shit. Nah, I mean, we hit all the current events. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the porn ain't going nowhere. And then on Sunday light. We conversation next week. And on Sunday light. See us next week. We get heavy into the porn. No, we can do the porn. Yeah, we can do the porn. Let's go for Cliffhanger, yo. Let the listeners want to tune in next week. Next week on Conceited Nobody. Tune in to hear us talk about Get the lotion. Porn we would pay for. What kind of porn would you pay for? Now, here's a question. That POV shit still fucked me up, yo. Now, I'm still thinking about now, that shit. Now, now, here's a question for you, right? What's up? So we know that there's X-rated stuff, mm-hmm. and there's triple X. What the fuck is double X? I've never seen double X. Right. That's, that's it, about, I mean, right? wouldn't double X be like... like Cinemax, softcore porn. That's like that's like old school terminology. Like, <laughs> triple X shit was like a selling point. Yeah. Right, no, this yeah. is the hardcore Yo, shit. You're not porn, gonna see nowhere else. Porn is like weed now. Only yeah. only the potent shit is out. Real, <laughs> real yo. Yo, it, it, there's no more softcore porn. Yo. You gotta go through tons of of, of of dicks and pussies before you get to softcore <laughs> anything. Oh Jesus! You gotta go get through the heavy shit to get to the light shit. <laughs> so yo, um, yeah. So next week, tune uh-huh. in to Conceited Nobody. Yeah. Where we'll talk about porn we'd pay for. <laughs> what kind of porn would you pay for, people? Email us at voice at conceitednobody.com. Hit us up on Facebook, Conceited Nobody, with an I. See you next week. Peace. Hey. Conceited Nobody.